Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Enjoy this extra special episode where Elaine is super nasal because she's got the sniffles. <laughs> That's the best music ever. I'm sure Audra loved it. Yep. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally we picked underrated movies based on our genre, but not now. Not this time. Why not? Because my... it's my birthday. No, wait, I got that. Hold on a second. We're not doing that. Because <laughs> it's Tony's it's apparently birthday. apparently the karaoke podcast <laughs> Well, now, I was so. trying to sing it, but I guess I'm, well, I can't sing on a good day. And it's not a good day. We're going to go ahead and just leave that. <laughs> okay, you're not going to find that it's my birthday? Well, I brought a karaoke microphone to work because yeah. they told me that one of the ways to help with the burnout was Kroger to do deli- fun stuff for the staff. Hold on, Kroger delivers. for the kids. Although my kids Marie like music. One of my TAs was jamming. <laughs> <laughs> and it like Bluetooth connects uh-huh. to my phone so the lyrics are playing on my phone but the song is playing through the microphone yeah. when they're singing and Sheila is like doing a concert. All right, wow. Do it again. She good? So, She's so not bad. Why are we doing regular things? Because it's Tony's birthday. We really gotta get technology back in this podcast. We're fucking it all up. <laughs> No, this, this song is two minutes and five seconds. And damn it, we're going to hear the whole thing. Really? And those are the only words that were in the first two seconds. I mean, it's a good tune. <laughs> it, it is a lively tune. It inspires me to dance. This week is my pick for Tony's birthday. Because for each of our birthdays, we celebrate with the month of movies that we want them to watch. And Elaine hates me and I picked <laughs> They're Troll. They're in their genre. But I like Tony, so I picked Troll. I don't think she actually likes because you. Did you this watch is... this movie? <laughs> but this is the kind of movie that Tony thinks is, makes good podcast episodes. That's true. It's not wrong. Do you want to kick a little kid down the stairs? Because I did watching this movie. <laughs> Damn. A little but, kid or a little troll? Shoot him in the face with a paintball. I guess she was inhabited by a troll, so technically... She, I, technically she wasn't a kid. Yeah, so it wasn't the kid, it was the troll. But she was really annoying. I wanted to kick her down the stairs. So I want to kick a troll down the stairs. That's hurtful. <laughs> to the troll community, I apologize. I, I don't know if it would have hurt the troll anyway. Probably I, not. He'd point he his got, little ring with the antenna on it at spoilers, me. Spoilers, he got shot and it did not have any effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't use animantium bullets. I guess not. Well, are there... I don't know if there is animantium in this universe where there's trolls and Oh, I got some at the house. I made some claws out of them. At the house? Yeah, the house. Do you mean this house? No, a different one. Safe house. Yeah. I mean, he had a glowy green ring. Who are you keeping yourself safe from? Me? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Because you're Wolverine now? Yes. Actually, if anyone was going to be Wolverine, it'd be Tony. (laughs) Tony Deadpool. If you... I'd be the pool. I was gonna say, if you were an X Man, who would you be? Deadpool. But he's not really. An he's X-Man. not really an X Man. If I could be so any X Man, I mean, that's that complicated question. If you could be question. any X Man, because if you go by you who do you think's the coolest, or who do you think's like That's the, the most powerful? Because yeah. the most powerful, I would either go with Professor X or Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Obviously, she's. The most <laughs> I mean, if Jean Grey's going full Phoenix Force, you, you can't really though? fuck with her. No, I don't no, want to be know. possessed that, by that, Phoenix Force. That's, that's a whole the, the comments I've read about Jean, she's like, this fucking sucks because I have to walk around and read everyone's mind, even when I don't want to. And I'm going to read dudes' minds around me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no. But which one would you be? I don't know much about the X-Men, but I think it might be cool to be Storm. That would be kind of cool. Storm would be cool. I always thought Iceman would be cool, too. Yeah? Yeah. 
Or, Magneto might be but cold. you don't like he's being not cold. Oh, he's not. Well, Do you think was. Iceman is not cold because he can make ice? Yeah. And therefore, he's never cold. Well, you know, or would I, he be really cold all the time? Iceman and, and mm-hmm. is an Omega level mutant because if he wants to kill you, he'll be like, "Hey, there's water in your body. Dead." That's true. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Iceman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What about you? I mean, we have Storm, clearly Wolverine. Is that your pick, Wolverine? Yeah. If I can't be Deadpool. But those claws Deadpool. hurt every time they come out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be immortal. And well, I'll you heal. don't care. He's not immortal. He dies. Well, he lives a pretty long time. Yeah. Depends on the uh, story. Uh, uh, I think. These are other questions we never have the answers to. Because <laughs> <laughs> Elaine asked this question and didn't think about it for herself. I didn't have an answer. You should have an answer ready when you're going I around the table. I want to be Angel. You want to be Angel? Because I want to have wings. Which angel? You want to be Archangel with the metal wings? I don't have a preference. Yeah. Yes. But I want to be able to fly and I want to have wings. I don't want to just be able to fly like Magneto flies using magnetic forces. That's boring. I want giant wings. (laughs) Anyways, if I could be any X Men, I'd be Raiden because he could fly and shoot lightning. That's not a (laughs) Raiden. No, that's a god. We didn't say which god we would want to be if we could be any god. Oh, I can't Wait, answer that question. Totally raiding. <laughs> Hades. Really, Hades? God of the Underworld? Oh, I can see that, actually, for Tony. Interesting. Like, he had that ready. <laughs> huh. I don't know, man. Well, these are another Freya, questions. maybe. Anyways. Freya? So, yes. I know who it is. I'm interested. I'm interesting pick. <laughs> she was raised by witches. She had a chariot pulled by cats. Big fucking cats. Very slow. Chariot. The cats getting bored and, and looking at each other. Fuck off! I'm gonna make my own face. But I like cats. I like big cats. I don't want little. Cats, That's funny. I, I like big, big butts, and I cannot lie. Okay, so this movie Troll came out in 1986, and this is a horror comedy fantasy. I don't really necessarily think it's very funny, but I guess in '86 it might have been. It was not. Tony was like. This is a comedy? <laughs> it might have been in 86. The only thing that was funny was the CG, not the CGI, the special effects that they thought special were Special effects were great. The only thing funny was how weird the dad was. Oh, that, that dude, dude was, was weird. weird. And like, well, I think he was weird. I don't think he was acting. I think he's a fucking weirdo. Okay, well. Harry Potter himself. Harry, Harry Potter's a fucking weirdo. I mean, think, facts are in. Do you think whoever owns the rights to this movie sued J.K. Rowling over the name? Uh, they, in fact, did I attempt to have, sue her, but, she might. but they did not. <laughs> I'm too rich for you to attempt to sue me. They, they did, in fact, try to sue her, her, but she was able to prove that. No, she was able to show that. She had never seen or heard of this movie before. She was like, "What movie are you talking about?" So the witches and the guy's name is Harry Potter. Like, you know, it's not like they're more with their wizards. And... Well, there's a witch. I guess. Anyways, <laughs> so um, this movie. Let me give you some facts. This has a thermometer of thirty percent and an high. audience score of twenty eight percent. That seems high. It has a Metacritic of thirty percent. Not often is wow. the thermometer and Metacritic yeah. the same. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. High. Now this is the crazy one. And a 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb's shit. Like, even, even worse than <laughs> No, but, like, whether the Metacritic is high or the Metacritic is low, often it's still, like, 6 out of 10. Yeah, that's true. So a 4.5 out of 10 is real low. I was impressed by how low this was. My hands are gone. Uh, it had a budget of $1.1 <laughs> million. Was it, what, what wow. Was it? And they got all those special effects. I know. Tony and I were talking a little bit on the way here, and he was like, 
They were ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> this right. movie is highly ambitious. So, first of all, they're not special. There's nothing special about those. They're just effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty impressive that they did it for one point one million dollars in nineteen eighty six. I know, but that was a lot of special. That was a lot Spider of troll came costumes. Eighty six, didn't it? Eighty uh, seven. It was around the same time. Yeah. Um, and it grossed five point four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Wow. Quintupled its budget. I saw a lot of people talking about it online. What they so. spend on distribution and advertising? Probably not much. I don't know. Would you like to hear some? No. You know what? What do you think going in, Tony? I was like, I have not ever heard of this. Um, you and J.K. Rowling spoke. Yeah, so I was <laughs> like, me. okay, let's, let's see what we horror see. movie <laughs> Elaine watched growing up. Because <laughs> um, I know she doesn't typically watch them. I remember thinking, I've seen this movie before, and if I remember correctly, it was like with Garbage Pail Kids in it, right? Did Had you seen this before? Did yes. it come flooding back to you? Yes. Excellent. Carly, what do you think going in? It was like a flare-up of herpes. Before I tell you. I just looked it up. Predator came out in '87, and its budget was 15 million. So well, that was a to, lot. To more be money. fair, we had a lot of people making some money in that movie. Nobody yeah. made. But they made barely got scale in this anyways, movie. I'm sure. I, I mean, thought, none of these people were famous. Yeah. I anticipate the Harry Potter Jr. I anticipate this is going to be bad, but I hope it's awesomely bad. Okay. <laughs> I want to read you two reviews. Well, Elaine from uh, Seinfeld. I'm disowns this movie. She hates me. This is the first movie she ever made. (laughs) So Jennifer Aniston does with Leprechaun too. They all start in horror movies, but gotta start somewhere. I like how they put Jennifer Aniston on the cover of the Leprechaun after she became famous. It's like she's barely in the movie. Yeah, she's... (laughs) She's not even like the main character. Not like Courtney Cox and He-Man. Like that at least makes sense. She's in the movie. Would you like to hear some reviews? Sure. Sure. This one is written by Bub-18. Bub-18? No, Bub, B-U-B, dash, 18, or John's alternate alias. <laughs> this movie had all the makings of a good movie. A troll causing havoc in a big city. Boy, was I wrong about that one. Big city. The plot was all <laughs> over the place and hard to follow, especially the weird forest bit. The troll was not even scary looking. He looked more like a dirty Cabbage Patch doll than a troll. The actors could not have acted their way out of a room full of monkeys. Wow. My advice is to avoid this movie at all costs. One out of ten. Agreed. <laughs> now Peter McCluskey uh, gives us a 10 out of 10 14 fifth wow. McCluskey yes and he wrote a very long review but I want to read I'm just going to read you the first Highlights. paragraph yeah. thank gods for a troll to remind us that the cinema gods. can be yes little g plural that the cinema can be used to create intelligent fairy tales. The Stop 80s reading. were not a good time for the fairy tale format. Hollywood proved its ability to Legend? destroy good children's literature through Never the appalling, appalling adaptation of the never-ending story. Cute epic sagas like Labyrinth, The Princess Bride, and Willow appeared. Entertaining sagas, to be sure, but well wide of the psychological elements that create a true fairy tale. On the other hand, the cute monster movie became all the rage. Thank ghoulies, critters, offering cheap, forgettable one-line throws. <laughs> And amidst all this, Troll was created. As soon as I saw Troll, I knew it had that additional X factor, X factor that makes a classic fairy tale. And then he goes on and on and on. He obviously is high as a fucking kite. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Something is off. Yeah. I mean, gives it three plot pop plants. So this was directed by John Carl Bushler. What else did he sign? Uh He also directed something called The Dungeon Master. Oh, uh, that's why the poster, the Dungeon Master, was on the uh-huh. wall. Uh, which was apparently about an evil wizard 
um, and a computer game. And I bet he did the other movie that. Uh, yeah. He also directed Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. That hadn't come out yet. And The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, starring the Candyman. Hmm. Which I had heard of that movie, and I was like, what is that about? But, and that's a more recent film. And then it was written by Ed Naha, N-A-H-A. He also wrote Dolls, which is a movie I think I remember that came out in either 85 or 87 about these old people that make magical evil dolls. Hmm. Uh, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. <laughs> and Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Really? The first one? The first one. Wow, so he made some money. Yeah, he did. I don't know. It's crazy. That wasn't a big thing until after it was a thing. The But he might have got some money on the back end. So the director came up with this story. Disney movie. And originally it was supposed to be a slasher type um, rated R movie where the to- troll was going killing apartment people. apartment killing everybody. But they wanted to give it a, th- a PG rating instead of an R. So then they added the fantasy elements. Okay. He also wanted to write this himself, but he had some scheduling conflicts. So it was written by this other gentleman. Okay. Our cast features uh, Harry Potter Jr. Our star is Noah Hathaway, who was a Atreyu from The NeverEnding Story. Mm-hmm. And the director saw him in a, The NeverEnding Story and said, that's my star. Uh, Wendy Ann Potter is the little girl slash the troll, and that's played by Jenny Beck. And then we got nothing. Okay. Then we got Harry Potter Sr., who's played by Michael Moriarty. That dude is Moriarty. He's in a shit ton of stuff, but his most notable thing was Courage Under Fire. Um, Ann Potter, the mom, is Shelley Hack, and she was on 25 apps of the original Charlie's Angels. Also, oh. in a shit ton of things. I mean, all of them were in, like, tra- Dr. Like Trapper MD, and, yeah, they're all TV actors, made for TV movies. Um, the most famous person in this movie is the character of Eunice St. Clair, who's played by June Lockhart, yeah. who was in 84 eps- episodes of Lost in Space. Yeah. She was the original Mrs. Robinson. And Sonny Bono. No, Sonny Bono's pretty famous. Pretty and famous. I, well... He was a senator. Was he governor or something? Or? He was a senator? Something? Yeah, he was a senator. I mean... Um, but Bono. I meant... Uh, of the principal cast. Yeah, yeah. She's the most famous. She's and the, the one that has... And she was also in 46 episodes of Petticoat Junction. Like, this lady was <laughs> Petticoat famous. Petticoat Junction. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus is now famous, but she but, wasn't then. Yeah. She wasn't then. She's gigantic now. And her <laughs> husband... The character, he's a billionaire. The character, he's also in this movie. <laughs> yes, he is. Torok the Troll and Malcolm McElroy are, are played by the same gentleman, Phil Fondacaro. Um, and he is Bon-Core. welcome back to the podcast. He was Boncor on Willow. Mm-hmm. But he played as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, why does he have a mustache? He also played the troll. And uh, he was also in two episodes of Northern Exposure, but I haven't gotten <laughs> to that season yet. Nice. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> then we have, of course, Sonny Bono playing the character of Peter. He was, of course, in Hairspray. Um, <laughs> and Sonny and Shane. Maybe. Then we have... And uh, he's got you, babe. The character da, of da, da, da. William. Wallace? No, the the boyfriend of Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character. Uh-huh. Also her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in the movie Must Love Dogs. Welcome back to the podcast. Really? Yes. Okay. The woman that plays young Eunice, is which his is daughter. 
is the character's daughter, but is also a welcome back to the podcast from The Last Boy Scout. That is correct. Boom. Who was she in The Last Boy Scout? I don't know. Someone. Because <laughs> I've seen the movie a million times yeah. for the life of me couldn't tell you who the What's fuck that is. Anne Lockhart. The other Lockhart. Okay. <laughs> I'm on it. She's Anne. And then, of course, Jeanette is... Cooper is played by Julia Louis-Darfus. Tony was like... From Veep. That dude that's with Julia, her boyfriend in the movie, he's like, that dude looks familiar. I've seen him in something. So I looked him up, and I was like, well, he might be her husband because there's pictures of them from back then and today. <laughs> they were dating when they filmed this and got married shortly after. Yeah. So this was, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's famous for being really tall. Mm-hmm. And the other um, the other person in this movie, uh, the other a part actor has been in nothing I've ever heard of. Actor? Other the than random guy two. Yes. with the snakeskin yes. wallpaper? <laughs> He's been in, I like, I looked. Other than, you know, like, episodes of Barnaby Jones, I was like, <laughs> I have not heard of a single thing that you have been in, so I'm not even going to write down your name. All right. <laughs> Are you still looking for the... I didn't see her. <coughs> Ann Lockhart? Yes. I didn't see her in there. Did you look at her IMDb? Because <coughs> she might be uncredited. She is. Um, all right. Because so. she's not in the movie. She walked by a set one day. It was like, shit, we recorded her. We, we got to put her in. This movie was in heavy rotation as a Saturday afternoon movie when I was growing up. The Saturday afternoon horror movie. Mm-hmm. It was on to Xena Warrior Princess? Um, no, because this was way before Xena Warrior Princess. This is when we still had this the TV. Not- this came out in 86. Uh-huh. Xena Warrior Princess was like 93. No, it's not the way before. It's nine years. But when this was playing on TV, it was like 88. Okay, so this came out in 88. No, no. but This came out in 86. But she's saying when but, she was watching it, it was like 88. And Xena Warrior Princess, when it first came out, did not come on in the middle of the day. That was not until it came into syndication. <laughs> and that wasn't until like season three. Anywho. <laughs> the movie begins. The opening credits happen. That's and funny. we zoom in on an old book. And it opens. And it shows ye old olden times. When fairies and humans live together in harmony. This is when I wanted to go back to sleep. And then the book changes into forest. It says book like Carly does. And the forest into just mm-hmm. a stand of trees. And She's then... Sick. <laughs> Tony's like, you say book like Carly Book. <laughs> book? You gotta so you say, say podcast. Podcast? Okay. I don't, what? No, I was How just, do you I, say podcast? I was listening to. Podcast. But sometimes I do a little bit of a twangy yeah. A. Like, I have a weird accent. I can't. Podcast. Sometimes I say things a little southern. I was listening sometimes to the I say earlier. things said, Pod- very northern. I came to say it. Like somebody asked me the other day, they're like, where are you from? And I said, Michigan. They said, okay. <laughs> and they gave me that nod like oh I recognize something you said by something you said <laughs> anyways Don't and you know sometimes when I say something just every once in a while I'll say a word like John says it which is could be southern or could be New Yorker <laughs> and currently I'm sniffly so everything sounds weird I'm gonna really hate listening to this back I might just skip it we picked up my mom to Can't go out deal. to dinner the other night yeah. and we were listening to the bedazzled episode uh-huh. in the car and she goes how long did it take you guys to get used to hearing yourselves on your podcast? A while. <laughs> a couple. Yeah. Like, Tony goes, months. I don't know if I'm used to it yet. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like, I can hear you guys because that's fun. When I hear me talk, 
I don't like it. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> and I, I tell the same jokes. Yeah. And I still do that. Like, I'll make a joke, and it's the same joke I make in the podcast. It's stupid, but I do it anyway. <laughs> we all do that. Yeah. I do that, too. And I giggle at my own jokes. It's fun. But I think that was the first time my mom's ever heard the podcast, though. Oh, I, and you picked Bedazzled? Well, it's just it's the one Tony was listening to. Really? Well, the episode... It was the most recent be- episode. You couldn't introduce her on our best Harley Davidson and the Marvel Band? Listen I mean, to you, it. When you're right, you're right. But <laughs> Although my one friend did listen to our Bedazzled episode. She happened to post the Brendan Fraser thing before, uh, right after we recorded it. Uh-huh. I didn't know. And I said, you know, we just recorded that. She goes, oh, I'm going to listen to it because I love that movie. And she said it was really good. Oh, good. Wow, thank you, um, Carmen. 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 Hello, Carmen. Welcome Hello, to the Carmen. <laughs> Hello, Carmen. That's weird. She live in San Diego? No. no. We were... No, did, wasn't she in the book Carmen club? I think she was in the book club. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was. <laughs> I forgot about the book club. <laughs> <laughs> you the book club we did? It's been a while now? since we talked about the book club. <laughs> was she remember, the one that picked remember, the book that broke the book no, club, or was that Nikki? <laughs> I remember erasing that. That was Nikki's sorry, dad. Sorry, Nikki. <laughs> oh, Nikki's dad. You don't take... I don't take book advice. So before from there was my a dad, podcast, friends, terrible. there was a book club. I, I remember erasing it like a couple years ago because it came up. I was like, "Are you still using this?" I was like, "What is no. this?" No. <laughs> okay. The book club. Oh yeah, fuck. We can get rid of that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, start another one. So we've changed from book to forest to trees to a moving truck in front of an apartment building. A new family has moved in. We've got a mom, a dad, a boy, and a girl. A couple Harrys. Something about the beginning of this movie. I, at first, I did not realize it was an apartment building. Uh-huh. And we like go down and we see the coin washing machines and Tony and I are both like, in their house? <laughs> yeah, I was like, they have two washing machines and a dryer, but they're all coin operated. But we then were really confused like, oh, and then a... we realized it was an apartment yeah. building. Some kind of duplex because the apartments are fucking big as shit in this movie. <laughs> I thought I was watching Friends. They, uh, they complain about how long it took the movers to unload their truck and the wife says it's because he has 3,000 records. So, the parents tell the kids to play outside while they finish bringing all the boxes up, which, if I had a teenage boy, guess what he would be doing? Helping schlup records upstairs. Yeah. Also, you had movers. movers. So, yeah. why are you even... I don't know. This is questions. <laughs> I got questions. But, the mom tells the, tells the son, Harry, to watch his little sister, Wendy. Harry hey, is Papa? probably 14, Mr. question mark? Papa. And Wendy is probably eight, question Jesus. mark? Something, like, Something that. like that in that age range. She's like eight to ten, and he's like 12 to 14. I don't know. I'm not um, the only one. You hear Harry Potter, and you're like, that's not Harry. Okay. He's the original Harry Potter. Nope. And he tells his mom that he doesn't want to watch his little sister. And she says, or she, he, she tells him to play with her, and he's like, I don't want to play with her. And mom's like, well, just watch her. And he says, I'd rather watch Star Trek. Phasers are set on dull. There's a couple of Star Trek jokes in here, yeah. which were kind of funny. <laughs> Not funny, haha, just funny. Uh, the little girl is playing with the ball, and she's bouncing it around. The brother is not paying any attention, and the ball goes into the basement of the apartment building. And it's kind of a creepy basement when you're a little kid. Creepy basements are creepy. Are creepy. Creepy. Uh, I mean... We don't Lost really have basements around here, so I still think basements are creepy. I've never had a normal basement that people in other states have, <laughs> or even western parts of this state, well, probably. Lots but, of people now have nice finished basements. Yeah. Not my mom. That basement's creepy. 
The only basements I've ever been have, in have been unfinished and probably moldy because you shouldn't have a basement around here. <laughs> My mom's basement is unfinished and creepy. <laughs> creepy. Some of those Legos in there? I'm sure that Jeff's Legos are still in my mother's basement, yes. Because all of Jeff's stuff is in my mother's basement. Except for the stuff that's in Jeff's room. Okay. Because he collects things. Why are you yelling at Jeff? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just talking. You leave Garb alone. I'm not yelling at Garb. He collects things. Of course his crap is in my mom's house. I don't know why we're calling Garb. (laughs) I know why. Because when he worked at Chuck E. Cheese, he got a name tag that said he used somebody like an old name tag. And the person's name was Garv. So then we called him Garv. So now he's Uncle Garv. The nickname stuck. What's Garv? Because it was funny. Garv. Garfield? Garfield? No, I think the dude's name was just Garv. Weird. Was he a barbarian or something? (laughs) No. He might have been a... Hang out with Beastmaster? He might have been a foreign gentleman. That would have just been Gar. Well, it's a movie. He might have been a foreign gentleman. There's a large population of Middle Eastern people that live in the All right, Michigan enough on Garf. Could we move this area. along, please? I'm talking about... All right, fine. about Shaft. So, she goes in the basement. She's a little creeped out. And then she hears something breathing. But she doesn't see anything. But something grabs her from behind. She screams. Harry goes looking for her. That's the, the brother. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, stop hiding. This isn't funny. You're going to get in trouble. And we see the troll. He's creepy and snotty. Much that like looks me. like, you know, someone. Hey, remember that slime from Ghostbusters? It's a lot like that. I think they had it left all... over from Ghostbusters. Like, what do we do with all this slime? Like, we'll take it. Put on everything. All the puppets were a little slimy. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. That <laughs> blows his nose and you want to keep it? Um, Save some form. So we see a troll is holding her ball, and then he uses magic to turn himself into Wendy. And uh, she scares her brother, and they have a bit of a fight, and they go upstairs. They Dad has gone out for rat burgers. A bunch of the positive mm-hmm. reviews talked about how funny it was that the dad referred to fast food hamburgers as rat burgers but what was with those burgers yeah those were burgers were gross they looked disgusting <laughs> it had the works man it was like I don't a know. puddle <laughs> but In styrofoam containers Tony and I were both like what is that <laughs> well that's the only acceptable receptacle for a rat burger styrofoam containers apparently according to Dennis Leary mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyways a lot of the reviews were about how funny that was and I was like that's not really very funny um, but they sit down to eat, and Wendy is acting very strange. First of all, she's like, what is this? What is this? And doesn't want to eat it. But then they tell her to eat it, and she starts eating it like the little brother uh, from A Christmas Story. <laughs> when he's acting like a pig. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're totally grossed out. Then she demands more. Right, my gosh. More works, more works, more works. And steals her brother's food and runs out of the room. And she goes out into the hallway And Harry chases after her, and the fire alarm goes off. She pulled the fire alarm, question mark. We all can assume, but, I mean. And uh, as the fire alarm is going off, they meet their neighbors. And the first neighbor that they meet is Peter, who doesn't like kids. Peter is Sonny Bono. He is a swinger. He is a hip swinger. 
And he thinks yeah, baby. will cramp his style. I mean, he's fucking Austin Powers-like, but he's not doing it ironically. No. I don't, it's more like a sad Austin Powers. I don't know that the first time that I meet my neighbors, I'm going to inform them about my swinging sex life. Well, and when swingers then just meant that you were into free love. Swingers now means that you want to get down with somebody else's wife mm-hmm. while they get down with yours. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, but he's all, he's kind of a dick about it. He's like, yeah. kids don't work with that. You see what I'm saying, man? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awful. Weird? Yeah. Real weird. And, and All the neighbors are weird. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we meet Barry, the ex-Marine, who um, at one point, Wendy comes up and growls in his face, and he's like, I like your style, kid. Because <laughs> he's just a weirdo. Also weird. <laughs> and then we meet Jeanette and her boyfriend, William. And then finally, Mrs. Sinclair from upstairs uh, comes stopping down, and she's an, like she's the headmistress. Yes, <laughs> she's an older lady, older than everyone else that we've seen. She's not elderly, but older than them. And she's like, "Who turned off the who? Is this a real fire?" And they're like, "No, we think it was an accident." And she's like, "Well, somebody go has to go tell the fire department. I guess that somebody's me and stops past them." But um, yeah, because the alarm went off for a long time, me and Carly are like, is somebody gonna turn this shit off? Or <laughs> can you not turn it off? I feel like they didn't turn it off till the fire department got there and turned it off. Like, Good lord! But they get Harry chases Wendy back to the apartment, and then the parents go in, and they're just the dad's just like, kids, what you gonna do? <laughs> and Wendy is having a full blown tantrum. She's tearing things apart. She's breaking things. The dad tries to stop her, and she bites him, and then. I she, gotta think in 1986, he'd have beat the shit out of that. Yeah. And then... Yes. Like, there's no child protective services for that kind of thing. It's not just that. Like, she's destroyed all this stuff, and then she just pro- proclaims, I'm Godzilla, and they laugh. Like, they yeah. thought she was having some sort of psychotic break, but really, she was just pretending she was Godzilla, so all's fine and well. My mother had an interesting no. paddle <laughs> that would have been upside the back of my head after that first plate hit the ground. I know. The beatings would commence until morale improves. <laughs> I don't think so. I think she would have beat me until I stopped being an asshole. Yeah, morale improved. No, I don't think that was improving morale. It's not your morale. I wouldn't have been happy about it. It's, it's hers. It's not your morale they're improving. It's their own. Man, I wish My I dad could. would have been the goalie. If I got away, he kicked me back into play. You wish but you what? Some days I wish that you could still do that to people. <laughs> <laughs> got a couple of cold. Nowadays, you, you hit your kid and all of a sudden you're getting arrested. Yeah. So like, wait a minute, what I do? You hit your kid. He was being a little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> he needed it. Yeah, you can't do that. Fuck you. I mean, I don't want to beat children, but sometimes I wish you could just, like, hit people with a stick. No, I never had to hit my kids. They were always afraid I was going to. I never had to. I don't want to hit kids. I want to hit, like, people. Oh. <laughs> like, just, can I just get, like, a, just a tiny little switch and just, like, wrap them on the knuckles and be like, stop that. No, you gotta use a newspaper like you're a dog and hit him on the nose and see. Yeah, that's what I wish I could do. Just like take out my little See, this is why we'll never be famous because this podcast is gonna come up. Like, did you say you want to hit people with a stick? Yes, yes, I did. I did say that and I do mean it from the bottom of my heart. Joe Rogan. I wish that was a thing that you could just do. Although, I'm sure people would 
do oh. that. Like, it would be out of control. It would be the purge. It would be. It'd be the beginning of the purge. All those people that complained about every little thing would just be hitting everybody. Uh-huh. And because then somebody would kill them. Right. <laughs> it would be sudden, the beginning. The you're doing something that you don't think is, is bad, and then all of a sudden Elaine comes over and hits you with a stick. So then you get a bigger stick and you hit her, and all of a sudden, before you know it, someone got shot in the face with a bazooka. Well, you can't hit me just, you just because walk I hit you your with a stick. You are obviously doing something wrong. That's not how that works. I don't think that's how stick law works. That's how stick law works. Or you're just walking along and your friend stabs you in the back. It was an accident. <laughs> and now and you backed think into it's me in real life. <laughs> you backed into me. I, I didn't love stab that you. Tony's I did not. Story is you backed into my knife. He did. Good God! And this was on the Oculus. It was not in real life. No, it was. <laughs> you know, it's it important to specify that because we all heard Tony's previous stabbing story. <laughs> I'm not sure why I, so that's what it, we learned is you can't have knives. <laughs> final destination. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, if you want to hear a really a really funny story that's not funny at all, go listen to our final destination episode. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> that wasn't. I was on the edge of my seat for that. I was like, I've never, I'm, it feels like I'm there. Hearing no, that whole story. Make it or not. But were you okay? <laughs> I'm sitting I here. I died. <laughs> it was very tragic. But the first I'm time I died. Like, oh well. You might have died. We don't know. You could be immortal. Keep, well, keep coming back. He is so it's, far. It's funny because it comes up in the writer's group every once in a while because they'll talk about something and then Marilyn will go, well, Tony, didn't you, Tony? And then Lisa will go, oh, my God, don't tell that story again. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to tell. She goes, it's so gross. Like, it's not that gross. but It's not a gross story. I mean, it's like that terrifying violence. and hilarious, <laughs> which is how all the best stories are. Um, Anyways, much like this movie, terrifying and hilarious. Hilarious? Terrifying? Terrifying. <laughs> So the next day, peanut butter, chocolate. The next day, it's the morning. We're in Peter's apartment, and he had sex with a very pretty lady. And I don't know how the hell he did that. She I did not. She might seem... have been a hooker. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was a hooker too. Oh, okay. I, well, that makes more sense. I don't think she was a hooker. At I didn't all. think she was a hooker either. I, I didn't know. get hooker vibe. Because I got... he asked her if she wanted breakfast, and she said yes. And then he told her to make it. Yeah. He's yeah. An he said there's eggs in there. You can no, just he said pick the cake mix. Because like, a hooker wouldn't stay to make you breakfast. That's true. Or even that's true. She wouldn't even spend the night. Well, and no, you got to get back on the street. You got to turn trips. That would be very expensive because yeah. this you clock doesn't stop. Only Richard you Gere responds them for the. But week. then again, this guy has a jukebox and an arcade machine in his second, oh, second or third floor <laughs> apartment. It says no caller ID. So potential who knows? spam. It's a scam. It's a mystery. It's, it's definitely spam. It's a spam scam. <laughs> this could be junk. That's what I like. I like it when my phone says, this could be junk. <laughs> yes, yes, it could be. I yelled at a telemarketer today trying to sell me some bullshit. Nice. That's what, I'm very cruel to these people who are just trying to make a living. I know. They're just trying mm-hmm. to make a dollar. But if you have a suspicious... So you mind. can... So you, well, we don't have to get in your business. What? <laughs> As I say, so you can yell at a telemarketer, but you can't order a pizza? <laughs> they call me, man. <laughs> So if, the, if I can get the pizza guy to call you, you'll order. Yes. Okay. Challenge accepted. It's not what call. I thought he was going to say. <laughs> but, what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. But <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say something about how I work retail and then I would yell at somebody over the phone who's... No, no, no. I just think it's job. weird that you can scream at somebody. I didn't you, But you can't order a pizza. <laughs> it matters you who, scream. It matters who initiates the call. I scream. How do you weren't even there? How do you know I scream? Because I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> You not. scream at me telling me stories that John or Carly did. Why, why would you be nice to this I'm telemarketer? So hurt. 
I'm just um, kidding. Stab in the back, why don't I'm you? sure you yelled at him. You backed into it. <laughs> Let me explain something to you, okay? This knife is pointed, and if you touch it, it kills you. And he backed into me while I was holding it. I didn't stab him. Why would I stab him? He's my partner. The same. That's not oh, for God. Really well, then explain the flashbang there, wise ass. You if I throw a flashbang, don't look at it. <laughs> and it won't blind don't you. Don't throw it at my feet. I didn't throw it at your feet. I threw it over you. Barely. <laughs> I saw it. Well, don't look at it. It was too late. Like, did you just throw that? Boom. Fuck, I'm blind. <laughs> okay, so I've heard this argument about four times so far, and it's good every time. Let's not forget about sounding like, oh, we're dead. What are you going to do? He shot me in the face. But I revived you with a needle. No, you didn't. That was the end of the game. We were killing each other for something. No. What about when I died in the fucking hallway from nothing? That, that was <laughs> That weird. was scary. So we're fucking walking along. Tony just died. Yeah, there's this dark hallway. And I was like, John, let's go down there. And he's like, seriously? I was like, well, I mean, you know, so he's going down this dark hallway. I just die. Like, there's nobody around. Nobody shot at us. I just dropped dead. He's like, wow. okay. And he sticks me with the needle. I get back up. I was like, that was scary. Heart We're attack. We're looking for red balloons or something. You know what wow. it was? That was karma. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I backed into your Ooh, knife. Mystery number left a voicemail. Whoa. Um, we should probably get back to this uh, oh, yeah, podcast and not your random story that will go on and on. Not that I mind it, but you're going to forget well, we're on a podcast. friends, stay tuned for our next podcast, the... Um, uh, Oculus. How Tony dance. killed me this week. <laughs> There's going to be weekly episodes about how Tony accidentally killed me. <laughs> and it's going to end with, you killed me. You bastard. I will not be on this podcast. You killed Johnny. Mm-hmm. My favorite Oculus game is Beat Sabers. Nobody does. <laughs> All right. So the next day we're at Peter's apartment. We see he managed to find some really hot drunk chick and take her home and bang her out. She, bang her out. She wow. did not enjoy it as much as he did. He then asked her if she, she wants breakfast and then suggests she makes it. So then she says, piss off. Ghost. I'm, I'm mobile. And leaves. <clears throat> she went full Dinkelman? Yes. She's skeezing her jeans. Mom and dad. She didn't have jeans. She had fishnets. <laughs> That's why, you know, you should never wear fishnets. But her dress was pretty pancakes. not slutty. I didn't think she was, it was a, red and shiny. Yes, it was eighty-six. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> so you remember eighty-six, don't you? Vaguely. Yeah. I don't remember. Were you born? I was. How old? <laughs> Two. <laughs> it was eighty-six. That was the style. Eighty-six. <laughs> Anyways, so we flashed to um, Rocky Four had just come the out Potters the world was killing communists. Mom and Dad are discussing Wendy's strange behavior. There's even. A, and Mom says. No, you missed the com- the line about communism. Uh-huh. And about liberals. Oh, the, and goes neighborhood to acro- the neighbor across the way, uh-huh. the Marine dude. Yeah, he was like, you have to watch out for those liberals because they're like communists. And I was like, ooh! <laughs> he that, he'd get canceled for that shit. He had, strong, he had strong thoughts. Oh, my God. Keep drinking. <laughs> Having a seizure. It's a burners. Anyway. <laughs> you shouldn't have washed it down with all that cough Michigan syrup. Michigan cough syrup. Um... Mom and Dad discuss Wendy's strange behavior. They, Mom says that if she doesn't start acting like herself, then I'm going to take her to a doctor in a couple probably. of days. You mean doctor? Not a bad call, probably. A doctor, yes. <laughs> in like the a, kitchen, right. Wendy goes into the kitchen and opens the fridge and touches a bottle of milk. And she's startled by the fact that it's cold. <gasps> Harry asks if she's okay. Like, touches her, are you okay? Making sure she's fine. And she, she touched milk. 
<laughs> she yanks him down to eye level because he's quite a bit taller than her. Growls in her face or his face, and then throws him against the wall. And the wall is like four feet away. Powerful throw. Also, this never comes back. Tony was like, so cold hurts him. Yeah, I was waiting for I was waiting for cold to hurt him or the iron or something like that. I don't think that cold hurt her. I think she was just startled because it was cold. Because she doesn't know what a fridge is. Yes. Just a weirdness. And then, uh, and his parents are like, "What was that?" And he's like, "I tripped." Which? Why? Why would he not say she little fucker threw me? I mean, I guess they're not gonna believe his. Oh, but still, you say something. Okay. Okay. So. Gwen and Cross are downstairs. We hear a loud noise. We come downstairs, and Gwen is lying on the floor. And we say, what happens? And she says, Cross picked me up and threw me into the wall. (laughs) Would you believe that story? No. Yeah, see? That's why I didn't say anything. (laughs) But would you believe she tripped? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, see? Well, Gwen's a little clumsy. Yes. But that's the whole point, is that this is not believable that this... Eight-year-old girl picked up her brother and threw him into the wall. So we didn't even bother to say it because parents don't believe kids. I think he could However, do it However, I've seen this movie, so I would have believed. I do, <laughs> I do think Cross could throw Gwen down like, because she's a little girl and he's been working out a lot. I also saw Get the, that ring off your finger now. <laughs> I also, oh, I forgot to, t- to mention that she's wearing this ring. Yeah, the, you mean the it's giant the green ring? Of power. ring yeah. Is It looks like Time it's stone. one of the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, well, the troll uses the ring. That's how he channels his magic power. It's how he turned into Wendy. He's wearing the ring. That works like parents ask Wendy, where'd you get yeah. that ring? She's like, I found it. It's mine. And they're like, okay. She licked it, so it was hers. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how it works in our Oops. house. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, my mom would have been like, um, where did you find it? It probably belongs to somebody in this building. We're going to go around and see if anybody lost it. You don't just get to keep it. It's big. Finders, <laughs> keepers, losers, weepers. That's not, Those are rules. That's not rules. That's illegal. <laughs> it's called theft. I didn't steal it. I found it on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's not theft. That's finders, keepers, losers, weepers. You have to make a good faith effort to return yeah, it to the right Yeah, if you found it in the basement And I held building, it up and I and said... You asked the people in the building. No, that's not good faith. <laughs> no, 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 no. If it's in the building, in the laundry room, you'd assume it came from someone who lives in the building. Carly is right. You, you knock on the door. I know what yours. good faith effort means. God. That's why we have a whole drawer at customer service filled with credit cards and money and random crap that money? people... Oh, yeah. Really? Cash. <laughs> if we find cash on the floor, we can't just put it in our pocket. We have to take it up to customer service and we put a note on it. We have to hold it for 30 days in case somebody says, hey, I dropped my $1 bill. <laughs> so, like a whole thing. True story. I found $5. So, if you, you know, need money, go to her work and go, hey, you guys lose a 10? So, no, for or real. 20? I, I, or a 5? I found a $5. Oh. I found a $5 <laughs> bill. I was in a store. I'm not going to say what store. I was in a store. I found it on the floor. No one's around. So, like, no one's in the aisles. So I can't be like, hey, you might drop money. I was like, I'm going to do a little experiment. Because $5 really wasn't that much to me. So I walked up to the first cashier I saw. I said, hey, I found uh, $5 on the floor. She says, what? I look, I dropped $5. I bet that's it. I'm like, you fucking oh, liar. Yes. I said, okay, I don't believe you. But here again, the $5. I'm out of the store. <laughs> wow, that's fucked up. That I don't believe her? Or that she would lie to get the $5. That she would lie for 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. Especially since you're not allowed to do that and you can't be fired. I mean, I would, I expected her to keep it. Yeah. And because you're a cashier, you're not making much money. Yeah. Someone says, hey, here's $5, which is pretty much what I was doing. I expected her to say, okay, thanks. I'll see if anybody lost it. Yeah. And then, and keep, then it. keep it. Yeah. But she was just bold enough to go, I lost $5. Now really? You're, now you're lying and stealing. Which is you funny because be the majority of people that I work with would say, some customer just turned in five bucks, the register. 
And I'm like, all right, I'll come bring it to customer service. <laughs> it's a whole thing. And then we put the cashier's name on it. Mm-hmm. And they get the we'll key? call it blah, blah. Okay. And we put blah, blah's name on the five bucks and put it in the drawer. So if nobody claims this money, then blah, blah gets it in 30 days. That's mm-hmm. fair. I mean, and I did expect the cashier to keep it because I didn't need the five bucks, and here's five bucks. But, yeah. she, but she fucking looked me right in the windows of the soul. She looked me right there and was like, <laughs> She it's ice mine. grilled you? She ice grilled me. Like, hey, wouldn't you know? When you leave your credit card, I should have been like, was it five dollars or five ones? Or your driver's <laughs> license or your car keys. We keep all that stuff too. After a month, we shred your credit cards. But like, we have all this, we have all this crap. Well, we you don't we have shred to shred them because I'm sure they they're already canceled. You can just throw those away. Well, they didn't even bother to call to see if we found it. So well, how would they even know it's lost? I'll it tell could you. be Grandma's one of her fifteen million credit cards that she pulls out of her Rolodex of a Philotax <laughs> wallet. That's I'll tell you true. If I drop a credit card, that mother. Fucker's gone. I've already called and canceled I it. I don't care. I'm not coming back for it. When my if it leaves your presence, cancel it. Oh, well, gran- that's what I would do. But when my grandma was alive, mm-hmm. uh, we went um, to TJ. I think it was TJ Maxx mm-hmm. one time. She wanted to get some shoes or something, and I'm walking around and she's going. She's buying me shoes yeah. or whatever. And she, I see her. I, I'm in the back and I see her. She's going back and forth with this person, back and forth with this person. She's got a card and and stuff like that. And they're going back and forth. And forth. I was like, what is going on? So I walk up and I'm like. Uh, what is going on? And she's like, Tony, they won't let, they won't take my card. And I was like, why don't they take your card? She goes, I don't know. I'm being polite and everything. And I look, it's a Blockbuster card. <laughs> I was like, that's not a credit card, Nance. And she's like, ooh. She goes, I'm so embarrassed. And I don't know why the lady didn't just tell her, but she's like, ma'am, I can't take that. Ma'am, I can't take that. And she's trying to be I polite. Totally see Tony's girl. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't take Blockbuster at... Uh, Wait, but how long ago was it there was a fucking Blockbuster? This was a long time ago. <laughs> Did we, were there still Blockbusters? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least that's fair. I mean, Tony lived with her when he was in high school. There were definitely still Blockbusters. But still, you don't... If somebody tries Tony to give you go. something that's Fuck not school. a we credit card, you calmly shit. say, I'm sorry, ma'am, this is I'm not you, a credit card. Nose, <laughs> this is your Blockbuster video card. Only Blockbuster will do anything with this card. I've had people try to pay with their MVP... <laughs> well, because the thing about that is, it's an easy did... mistake. Because you go down and you look where your card is, and you assume it to be in that spot. Yeah. So you don't even look at it. It doesn't register in your brain, and you just hand it to them. Yeah. She don't have her glasses on. She can't see. I, or those like I'm not saying, scanny but... things. I I would imagine that you accidentally scanned the wrong thing. Look, people, and some of these We're never women through this movie nah. have. 80 credit cards and three wallets in their purse. And I'm like, you need to wow. cancel these stat. Wow. They just right. have every store card hey, in hey. So, <laughs> Wendy sneaks out and goes up to Peter's apartment. She knocks on the door, waltzes in, and Peter immediately is like, take a hike. Peter, is that the guy with the... Yeah, Sonny Bono. Bono. Yeah. She goes up. The paper is marine guy. Right. <laughs> Across the hall. Peter He's got the jukebox. And his music was annoying to Wendy. And the arcade game on the second floor. Yeah, and he, she's like... Tony and was like, who carried that up here? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a fan of kids, and you need to leave. And so then she hides. Because you don't want some little kid in your house. I lived on the third floor. I asked Vic about lifting a video game and carrying up the third floor. He, he's only right, on the man. second, because they live on the... the Potters live on the ground floor. But any who's... But she hides, and he's like, I'm not playing hide-and-seek with you, kid. Get out of here. And he goes to get her, but he can't find her. She disappears. And then she pops up from behind the couch, and he goes to grab her or, you know, like, drag her out of his apartment, which is what I would fucking do. Um, And she's not there. And he's like, where'd she go? And he turns around, and then she pops back up and is giggling. And then 
So strange. He looks behind the couch again, and it's not a girl. It's now the troll. You have an apartment in this uh-huh. building, and a neighbor's kid walks in your house, uh-huh. which she does. I mean, yeah. no, it's not her. But repeatedly. Repeatedly just walks in her house, and they're all like, what's going on? Okay, look, no, get the fuck, I get the fuck out of this room, dude. I don't know you, and I don't want to be in here with a little kid alone, you know, and have any she kind of weird shit. six. I know, but still, it's just like, I don't want little kids hanging out with so, me that I don't know. Tony gets the poker Which from the I fire and like, her out. Get out, get But I kind of feel like this was his attitude, too. Like, get out of my house, you weird kid. I don't... But then he, like, kind of sits down and hangs out with her for a little bit. I'm just like, I guess... They the, all I mean, do it's that. Gotta, it's got to be a movie, so, you know, yeah. you can't just be... Unless a kid, when I lived in an apartment, knocked on my door and asked me to help them in some way, yeah, because they were lost or something yeah. happened. Well, she just I, walks They're in not just coming into my house. Yeah. I will say this was '86 before every strange adult was a potential child predator. Well, they're still not potential child predators. People, I know because they're statistically the same number of. Like it's not like there's more occurrences in the population now. People need to. People are just more worried about it now because yes. they figured out you can use fear as a weapon and it's working really well. Yes, it is. It's the biggest weapon of mass destruction that there is. Most abductions are from people they know and parents. Right, and just and like the family members. No one's going to poison your kid at Halloween. Yeah. If a kid's poisoned, it's someone who knows you. Yeah. Which it's more likely irrelevant. Th- that razor blade in the candy was a kid's grandma. Mm-hmm. That kid's grandma. Yeah. yeah. Which is terrible. And you don't have to look both ways before you cross the street. Just run. I'm um, sorry, what? That huh? one you should do. Oh. I, I saw really am trying to teach uh, my students that. I don't, know if Tom, <laughs> I don't know if Tom Hardy actually said it, but it says, I look both ways when I'm crossing a one-way street. That's how <laughs> much faith I have in humanity. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I don't know if he actually said that, but that's I was like, pretty that's beast. awesome. Well, <laughs> and that's me. That's me. That's totally me. That's me too. Yeah. So the troll attacks Peter with his magic and transforms him into a gremlin pod. Which then that looks like a weird turd. No, I was going to say, turn it into a, a big lump of shit. <laughs> we were like, what, what is, is happening? We were like, what is he then? turning into? He looks like poop. <laughs> Did she turn him into well, poop? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Don't he's, hit me with that thing. He's fertilizer. And yeah. he bursts open and, vi- and a magical forest leaps out along with other magical trolls. No, those weren't trolls. It says in the trivia, he's the only troll. Okay. Everything else is like... A sprite or yeah. a... So there are other mythical creatures, but he's the only troll. Sprites and gnomes and whatever. Right. Yeah. But Tony really Hobbits. thought that it was Hobbits. pot leaves. <laughs> yeah, like... they kind of look like pot leaves at first. I was like, what's going on in this place? He's like, yeah, this is going to get really good. Chong and Cheech and Chong. Maybe they were. Maybe. <laughs> I will tell you that the troll costume was recycled from the director's previous movie, Dungeon Master. Wow. <laughs> so maybe some of these vines were recycled from Cheech and Chong go to uh, Mexico. <laughs> That's not a movie. <laughs> Could have been. But they probably did go to Mexico at some point. Maybe. It Could have been. Nice I don't dreams. know. The words you look for were nice dreams. Okay. Cheech and Chong go to nice dreams? No, Cheech and Chong, nice dreams. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've never watched any Cheech and Chong movie. I watched a bunch of them. You ever saw the Corsican Brothers? No. It's terrible. I've seen movies with Cheech Yo, and Chong in them. But, <laughs> but it's never... funny, though, because they're the brothers, and one hit, if you hit one, the other one feels it. It's kind of fun. All right. I'm going to apologize in advance. <laughs> but I have to blow my nose. Put your mask, Put your mask on. <laughs> and then I was the podcast. I got out my face shield just in case. Um, <clears throat> Here, put this on, sicko. sicko. I didn't sneeze. Sicko. That's so mean. You're going to get the rest of us sick. It's going to be a weird hollow hour. sound now for the rest of the podcast. It's fogging up. 
going to have right. Darth Vader voice. Harry goes looking for Wendy. <laughs> I don't think we can do this. <laughs> Everyone has taught you well. Some lady at work the other day was wearing one of these face shields, but instead of having it in front of her face, she had it up on her forehead. So it was like, a hat. Thanks. It, was a, it was like a visor. It was the worst visor ever. It protects you from bird shit, I guess. I guess. Like the kids at my school. They still Give have the mask on, but it's Give below it. their chin. Ignore me. Like, now you look like you Completely have a fake ignore me. beard. Then I was going to hang it on the dresser. I was going to put it where it was. Okay. Put... And they're optional well, now at my school, so just take it off. It's so weird. <laughs> Enjoy. All these kids with their masks around their chin. Jason mask. You don't even have to wear it, so if you don't want to wear it, just take it off. Just take off. There you go. All right, so... We see more sprites and gnomes and whatever appear in the forest. And Harry is looking for Wendy, but not really. And he knocks on Eunice's door and she answers and he says, have you seen my sister? And she says, no. And he says, good. Can I come in? I think I'm going to throw up. And she says, how can I resist an offer like that? That's a good line. So she lets him in and directs him to the bathroom. I wrote my favorite line. So we see that uh, Tarok, the troll, turns back into Wendy and then kisses his little uh, buddies goodbye and goes back out into the hall. Eunice is painting a painting, and she has a little mushroom man who she asks if her painting is any good, and he seems to like it. He does not speak. He kind of just goes... Um, Harry comes out of the bathroom... And Eunice covers up her little mushroom man with a lampshade so that he looks like a lamp so that Harry won't see that she's a witch. Um, she, she's like, all right, did you throw up? And he's like, no, it was a false alarm. She's like, good, you can go now. And he's like, I don't want to leave. I feel safe here, which is an odd thing to say to an old lady. And then uh, he tries to make conversation, but he's not very good at it. And he ends up unloading about how... He's just moved here. He's super lonely. He has no friends, and his little sister's acting super weird. And she feels sorry for him, so she tells him that uh, my door is always open, but make sure you knock before you come in. My name is Eunice. So then we go, and we see Wendy is playing in the street with her ball, and she almost gets hit by a car. But she's saved by Professor Malcolm, who is a little person. And she, Wendy, is just enamored by him uh right away and she asks if he's an elf and he seems a little offended at first but she's obviously so just like oh you're so cool brother elf that he sees that <laughs> yeah he wasn't she wasn't doing it enough. like he was seeing if he needed to be offended but he what but she yeah. thought it was cool and she invites him to dinner which is weird weird, weird. and if i were him i probably would have approached her parents before the dinner. Now, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Here's my if thing. If I ever even accepted. <laughs> Here, well, we're gonna circle back to when he arrives for the dinner. Mm-hmm. But she thinks he's cool, so she invites him over. So the mom. So then we go to the house, and the mom sends Henry to the store to get some milk, because Wendy's having a friend over for dinner. But this morning they had two and a half jugs of milk in the fridge. She touched the milk. Yeah. It was full, and there was an open one. <laughs> this was called a plot hole. It was weird. I was like, is there something with the troll in the milk? Did she drink all the milk? I'm, is this, is, is this going to be a mystery? Where did all the milk go? No. no. <laughs> it is a mystery. That in fridge fact. was full of milk. <laughs> but 
We see Wendy sitting in her room. She's eyeing Barry out the window for her next attack. And Harry tries to talk to his mom about Wendy acting strange, but she's a parent, so she can't. She's like, get on with your bad self. Maybe you should take your little sister to the store. And he's like, I don't want to take my little sister anywhere. <laughs> also, we haven't even lived here for two days. You're just going to let me walk to the store? Yeah, who, where, where is, is it? <laughs> it's 86. I know, but how far away is this store? Does he even know how to get back home? <laughs> I don't know. We went to the store all the time when I was a kid. And it was... But not when you just moved there, though. So no. We walked up to the corner store all the time. The liquor store on and the corner that too. sold snacks and liquor. But I lived in the same place until I was 16. It was an arcade so game. But I always game. knew where it was. Uh, Street Fighter 2. Oh, it was worth it then. Yeah. What, is Vic sending you Oculus requests? No, no. no. We're talking about a game that Tony made him carry up a bunch of stairs. I made him and Ryan carry an arcade game uh-huh. of Street Fighter 2 up three flights of stairs one time. That seems really mean. Well, they helped. I, I think I gave them a pizza. I mean, they helped. Did I mean, you give I mean, them the Tony standard pizza help. on a six-pack? So. They were under so. 35, too. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> was, this was a while ago. Still. Tony yeah, was, was like, I read a thing that was so <laughs> accurate. If you're over 35, do not ask your friends to help you move. Yeah, hire a moving company. Pizza and Hire somebody. Said, nobody no. wants your pizza and six-pack anymore. No, I said nobody wants to slip a disc for a, 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 a case of Natty Light and a pizza or something like that. I mean, that's just good advice. So, Harry leaves, and Dad decides that he's going to rock out to Summertime Blues. And when I say rock Way out... too loud for an apartment. It Way was so loud. loud that it was she shaking was... the dish strainer yes. while the mom was trying to do... Like, and what is with this dad? I just could not believe it. Other people that you're sharing walls with people. I mean, it is the middle of the day, and I assume they're all at work. Why aren't these people at work? Um, He's apparently a writer. But (laughs) Wendy sneaks out to go visit Barry. And uh, so she goes in his house, and he's like, what's up, kid? And she's like, I need some advice. And he's like, excellent. I'm great at advice. I've seen a lot of shit. I've stared death in the face. And she says, what does death look like? What does death look like? And he's like, huh? And she's like, what does death look like? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then Wendy says, like this, turns into the troll and attacks him. There's definitely a back and forth in this fight. She shoots him. No, he shoots her or it. First, he tries to hurt. First, he attacks with a bat, which the troll steals. And then he gets a black bat. No, like a baseball bat. (laughs) <laughs> and then he gets a gun off the wall and shoots the troll and it kind of goes like right through the troll no. I, was, I thought it just stopped and then the <laughs> troll like bends the, like takes the gun and bends it and then totally looks like a real gun <laughs> and then he proceeds to transform like the rubber gun's bending when he touched it Barry yeah and Barry is screaming as this happened like he is freaking out and Harry hears this as he comes back and he tries to call to his parents. He, like, he doesn't, like, open the apartment door. He, like, bangs on it. Like, Judy, you live there. I thought he tried to open it. And then, but then she walks right in. So I'm like, do, can this but, troll just walk in all the doors? But Torak <laughs> is behind him and attacks him with the ring. And then Wendy goes in the house. Or maybe she could just unlock doors. Because Malcolm lost his house keys, and she's like, it's not locked, silly, and goes right in. And he's, and he's like, like, that's weird. It definitely was locked. <laughs> um, but Wendy goes and tells their parents that Harry fell down and went to sleep. So they're like, oh, no, their son fainted. 
fainted or something in the hallway. We see inside Barry's apartment, there's now more forest and more magical pot. Trolley bit. <laughs> Cannabis. Fairy creatures. Harry comes to, and they're like, are you okay, man? And he's like, I guess I'm okay, man. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much there's... And then he's like, but can you keep Wendy away from me? And uh, they're like, why? Because that's weird. And he's like, well, what if I get sick? If I'm really sick, I don't want her to catch it. She's just a little kid. But in reality, he's like, she's scaring the shit out of me. Well, I have two things. Number uh-huh. one, why the kid his age really wants to hang out with his little sister anyway. Uh-huh. But the whole movie, I thought, why do you keep... And he's not an asshole about it. No. He's He seems to actually like his sister. Yeah. But typically, siblings of this age group... Uh-huh. The older one does not want to hang out. Like, yeah. they're forced to all the time. And they're like, no, give me a break from this kid. Uh-huh. But also, maybe I should wait till the end for this one. How come the troll doesn't just get the family? It would be the easiest people to get. Is there no movie? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it could only transform one person. Well. All right, let's not worry about that. <laughs> maybe. Well, he, start, he gets more powerful as he goes, right? And he only has a certain amount of time during this special yeah, like cosmetic a, a event. Three day window or something. But maybe to take over the whole building. So he has to take over the family in order maybe to Maybe he has to go one at a time. Yes, and why would you three not start the place where you live? But there's three of them. If I turn mom into a tree, you think you might notice when you came home from school. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. So maybe he needs to transform the others. So we go touch that record. I think he'll. Maybe he needs to transform the others to gain more power from that the transformation. Sense. I can. Say, I will allow that. I mean, I, I don't. was like, how come? Because if you have to get the whole building, this these would be the easiest people. They're asleep. Because <laughs> it's a movie. That's why. Because. Um, and how come it didn't do anything to the dad when she bit him? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like maybe I don't some think she sweltering. Like, not you know what I mean. Festering. Well, I don't think she broke the skin. She just mm-hmm. bit him. I don't know. I've been bitten at work, and they're like, "You should still get a tetanus shot, even if it didn't break your skin." <laughs> Mouths are gross. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't have lots of. Yeah, there were three layers of clothes, and it didn't break the skin, but still. <laughs> lots of kids are biters. It's really no. Most people treat it like it's no big deal. Um, like so me, he was a biter. It's time for Wendy's special guest. They open the door and it's Malcolm. Now, middle. he <laughs> clearly, he's like, oh, she didn't tell you. And they're clearly surprised, one, that he's a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Two, that he's a little Funny. person. Mm-hmm. He likes it. And could you guys pay attention? I'm playing with the dog. <laughs> but we're podcasting here. Yes, but there's a little, the little dog he wants to play. But I feel like... When he the, found her in the street, uh-huh. and he said, let's go home, I feel like he should have just walked her home and knocked on the door and said, hey, your kid almost got hit by a car. Yes. She seems really cool. She's invited me to dinner. Is that okay? Like, <laughs> Also, get out of the street, because he stands but, there with her in the street for about an hour. But that's like the thing. When he comes over, it was the 80s, you know. and, he's, and they're surprised, and he realizes that she did not tell them that he was a grown-up or a little person. You you think he would have said, oh, well, I met your daughter earlier today. At no point, they're like, how did you meet my daughter? They never yeah. asked that. It was the 80s. But the it's first like, thing I would say is... a lot is, of things. Like, things weren't real problems. It's like then. in Star Wars. It's like, it's the Force. That, <laughs> but I would tell them about how I saved her life in the street. And that 
She thinks it's cool. Right after it happened. (laughs) And I thought she would have told you that that's what happened. And then they would have been like, oh my God, you saved my daughter's life. And they wouldn't have been so weirded out by the fact that he's Mm -hmm. a little person. Mm -hmm. Which obviously... The mom seems to be having a really bit hard time with, and I feel like it does not age well. Really playing this for laughs, like this is where comedy is supposed to come in. But there's no comedy here. (laughs) Times haven't been. Times have changed. It's not okay to be weirded out by this stuff. (laughs) It is okay to be weirded out by why are you a grown up and where did my kid meet you and why did they invite you to dinner and you came? (laughs) But that's not what they. Well, maybe I wanted. I came because I want to talk to these people about the fact they're letting their kid play in the street. Yeah. It was the eighties. Like but they're up, on, they're uh, weirded out by the wrong thing here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like on Modern Family, Tony. Remember the when Luke befriends the old man next door? Oh yeah. <laughs> and they're all like He's a child molester. We need to talk to him yeah. because this is weird. <laughs> but he's actually just a nice old man. <laughs> I remember that. I like when Luke, I like the old man. He's, he's a great dude. Um, anyways, so um it's awkward. And uh Harry is in his bedroom avoiding dinner and his sister watching monster movies and he's finally figured it out Wendy is a pod person and I did not realize that was a TV at first I'm like what did he get out <laughs> why are you looking at pictures of me it just popped up and, Sorry. and then he's watching a movie I'm like oh it's a TV <laughs> hmm? I think I've seen that <laughs> okay anyways so, um, we're back at dinner, and Wendy asked Malcolm to recite a poem. And apparently they talked for a long time after she was caught and almost killed in the street. Uh, Tony believes it all and took place in the street. <laughs> perhaps. But they talked for a long time, long enough that he is some, he's like a literature professor. And she's like, you promised. And then he tells the parents that she has asked him to recite the epic poem of the Fairy Queen. And it's um, not much of an epic. He does. And he's like, are you sure it's really long? And she's like, yes, yes, I want to hear it. And so he uh, recites this epic poem of some sort, made up, real, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he recites this, the, the uh, fairy creatures start to sing in all the various apartments. Mm-hmm. And the music and ha- awakens Eunice's Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's like, oh no, it's happening again. And uh, as Malcolm finishes this poem, Eunice gets up and blows a horn, which hurts the fairies, scares the fairies. I don't know. No either. Announces. Why didn't she do that more times? (laughs) Announces to the troll that she's on it. Which, maybe if I was going to kill a troll, I wouldn't tell him I'm coming for him via horn. But, I mean, maybe it's only good form to announce your hunt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The next no- morning, at breakfast, Wendy steals Harry's juice. And then they're like, give it no, back. she debos his juice. That's they're, my juice now, bitch. They're like, give it back. And she says, no. And the mom's like, I'll give you your own juice. And she says, No. Mm-hmm. And dumps his juice on she the floor. She pours a little out for the homies who can't be with. <laughs> and then <laughs> her parents, <laughs> her dad is like, they they start to yell at her, and the dad starts to pick her up, and like, that's it. This is where she was gonna get the belt. I could see it. Yeah, I thought for sure. And then, but Harry's onto her, and he knows that she's an alien at this point. 
And he's like, no, dad, stop. Put her down. It's fine. I don't even like juice. I'm going up to Eunice's. We promised to have breakfast. And they're not at all concerned about who Eunice is. Yeah. yeah. yeah what is happening? They know that there are, that they know from um, Peter during the fire alarm incident that they have the only children in this. I'm sorry. Am I bothering you? Do you need a tissue? No, it's the dog. <laughs> oh, shields up. <laughs> I love that your leg can't smell. <laughs> I can still smell. I'm not that. I'm just a little happy. Like, I, 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 I don't have sn- COVID. This is not the time. How do you sn- know? Well, it'll get to you. I do not have COVID. I just have a sniffle. Uh-huh. Anyway, we were talking about Eunice. And and how it was the 80s, man. You're like, I'm going to Eunice's house. All right, great. Yeah, I'm going but, to go hang out with my neighbor that's. 70. I don't know. Like, wait a minute. Who's you? She is not I don't 70. know how old she is. She, she looks like 5,000 years old or something. She doesn't <laughs> look anything older than 50. She's a, she's a witch. She could be... It was the 80s. The Golden Girls were only in their like mid to late 40s and shit. <laughs> their kids are showing up I at do, like 25. I, oh, so you're not like... Not Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty was <laughs> I do hate when I watch a show and then I'm like curious and I look it up. It never looks... It never works that well. I'm like... Man, how old was Picard when he started Star Trek? Well, your age. Oh. <laughs> how old are the Golden Girls? They're your age, the and they're playing a couple years older. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they're cup- they're playing like late fifties, yeah. and they're like forty seven, but they're playing fifty. Except for Stella Getty was playing like seventy. Yeah. yeah. The best part of that was she was younger than uh... everybody else. Yep. Was she the younger than everybody else? I think so. Yeah. I thought Betty White was the youngest. She was definitely younger than uh, B. Arthur, whose mom she was playing, which yeah. was funny. <laughs> Anyways, they're great actresses. She's the hardest single mom working. No, so the pi- so mom works real hard. Harry stops them so because he's afraid that Wendy's going to attack them, and then he dips out and goes upstairs to Eunice's. Did she see that? What did call, you show them? I didn't. Show, Elaine saw it. We're podcasting. Yeah, this is important. It has to do with Reba because <laughs> she's a single mother and works real hard. Is it the clock? It's the clock. It is the clock. Look, it's a single clock and it works well. Oh, John, wow. John's, on, John's on some Facebook thing. And I know. Said, I saw I'm it. and I the podcast listeners. I found it. And oh. I said to John, check this out. <laughs> if this was, and he goes, man, it's too bad we can't get that for Tony. <laughs> but I would write. You're lucky because if I found this motherfucker being in your kitchen. But, it would be. I would but I would write on there, she's a single mother who works real hard. <laughs> and I laughed and went back to playing on my phone. Apparently he's found it, screenshotted it, and sent it to Tony. It's a clock. It was a re- it's a Reba clock. It needed to be sure. It was a single clock that works real hard, and I chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. A single clock that works real hard? That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Please tell me that you looked that up on eBay. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but you will now. I've done it right now. Christmas is coming. Oh, shit. I mean, By that time, you'll have forgotten all about it. That's true. That's he true. could buy it right now, and, and you will have good, forgotten. And it's good vengeance for the Kevin Costner pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and the possible Scarlett Johansson pillow. I would say they're... It would also make a good wedding present, but I wouldn't do that to you, Carly. I would. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, there's a lot of Reba McIntyre clocks. None of them are the one that I want. Aw, bummer. Maybe you'll find a better one. Anyways, so um, he goes up to Eunice's, and they start to chatting, and he asks why she's... First, he's like, is this all your stuff? And she's like, I live here. And then he's like, why are you here? And she's like... What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I live here. Like, 
He don't like, ask people why but, they look like. But he's like, you're not normal. Ladies don't have stuff like this. You're weird. He's like, this is the kind of. He's like, this stuff is really cool. This is the kind of stuff a kid would buy. So like, why do you have it? And and I feel seen. Which. <laughs> I feel insulted. Tony with his case of Transformers. This is the kind of stuff a kid would want. Which is, which I, felt, I also was like, man, that's kind of hurtful. You know what? When you're a grown up, you can buy the shit that you didn't get to have when you were a kid. Yeah. That's how being a grown up works. That's why you need a job. So you can buy the shit that you couldn't have when you were a kid. Got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with. That checks out. No, no. Got to have a J-O-B if you want to buy expensive crap. Anyways, or Transformers, or swords. Like a Street Fighter 2 arcade game. Eunice has lots of swords, though. I actually only paid two fifty. I recently was listening to the Terminator 2 episode, and John wanted to get that that arcade game that that was in Terminator 2, and you looked it up, and it was Uh, like $15,000. Dude, I would buy that today if it was not $15,000. This is going to be a weird episode. Dude, so if I get married again, I, what? For my wedding. I That's a weird segue. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten married twice. What's, what's a hat trick? Okay, so he's assuming another renewal of the vows. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get presents for that. You know? <laughs> no. I thought the third marriage was arcade games from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you Terminator 2. Okay, thanks. Okay. That was a pretty with the machine. Gun. I don't want that. You do. You you do if you if you played it. You'd want. Where it. are you gonna put all? You want to use like, Cross's whole room. room upstairs. Yeah, we got a room full of nothing Not to do. Not that many are gonna fit in there. Not with all the shoes, John's about to match. Especially if you get that afterburner, it's gonna take up half the room. That's sure, that afterburner is gonna be. That's gonna. What is that room? Oh, that's the afterburner. It's the afterburner room. There is space in the. I'm corner sorry. What's an afterburner room? You open the door. It's just afterburner sitting there. Afterburner. I mean, that whole corner on the side of the couch we're not using for anything. It's just where we put the massage chair. Beaker spot for afterburner. That's where her terminator goes. No, that's where Terminator goes. Afterburner goes upstairs. In the afterburner room. Right. In the afterburner room. Riveting podcast. Yes. See, there's no. I'm sure a listener is loving this. No one told you this, but when you're an adult, there's no rules. Like Elaine had cake for for lunch today. Oh shit! I did. Nice. I had cake for lunch. Was it chocolate cake? It was yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Nice. And there was no rules. No. No one told you that when you were grow up. You could just do that. I had one of those bun cakes that Amanda brought home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing bun cake. But I, I had the confetti one for lunch yesterday. That See, sounds delicious. And my coworkers were like, oh, those are good. <laughs> because like, you're an adult. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't have cake for breakfast. Why not? I almost to? took the lemon one today. There's eggs in it. Because it's still there. <laughs> and flour. It's probably bread. Anyways, uh, so. Elaine's doing a Bill Cosby bit. Yeah. <laughs> she asked. Eggs are in chocolate cake. He asked her if she's a witch. And she says, Sure. Mm-hmm. And then we see Wendy has now targeted Jeanette. She goes to her apartment and brings her flowers. Do you think those are real flowers or illusionary flowers? Illusionary? Oh, I don't have any idea. It never occurred to me that they weren't real. It, all, um, it occurred to me, though, that this is the best way to get into this lady's apartment is to bring yeah. her flowers. <laughs> I mean, if a little girl brought you flowers and told you you were really pretty and that these and flowers were And then just walked you, in, you'd be like, okay. I mean, I'm at least going to take those flowers. Now, she does say, I have an audition to go to, so I got to run or I got some stuff to do, but you can hang out. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, so uh, take them in the arches. Be seen, kid. I gotta tell you, most of this movie can be summed up with, it was the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a new favorite May- one. Maybe in the 80s. This might 
might if be. If you all lived in one apartment and you were that close to each other, maybe you did end up becoming all buddies and stuff. You know? They just moved in. I know, but I'm just saying, it's like maybe they were <laughs> all tight. If there like was that. an established relationship, that would make sense. Is there a more. It was the 80s kind of movie that we've watched before. Not that we've watched before, I don't think. Like, for the podcast? I was going to say, like, Weird Science is a, it was the 80s movie. I know, but we don't do, I mean, uh, we've done some movies from the 80s, but they're not like we this. we got to do Weird Science. That's a total. Police Academy had a couple of scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we did 80s. say it was we the 80s. Did the 80s a few Because I remember us sitting there going, man, everybody in this movie is terrible. Like, terrible person. Except for Mahoney, he's a pretty good guy. And then he's oh, like, then he's, he's staring at the girl's, <laughs> the girl's shower. And he's just drinking beer watching the shower. Watching like, girl's shower. Like, was... Wow. <laughs> Maybe not. Like, Tony's like, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's Mahoney was like, crazy. hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> Literally. I'm watching the boob tube. Also, why were the showers on the first floor with all those windows? I just... <laughs> that. Still that. Yeah. Because it was the 80s. Just so we can get the boobs in the 80s movie. Yep. It was the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> what movie did we just do recently that had a lot of weird boob? There were boobs for no reason? Oh. Beastmaster. Beastmaster. <laughs> Beastmaster. Well, that you know, that vagina yeah. and taint. They had, all, they had a whole sex class. Originally PG. It was the 80s. They show that in uh, anyway, health, health class in some schools, I think. So we go back to Harry and Eunice, and he asks how she became a witch. Harry and Eunice. Sorry. Harry and Eunice. Okay. Get off the Beastmasters. I can't. You got to Harry <laughs> It's been burned in my retinas. <laughs> so she is. Harry asks. This is either going to be very good or terrible. Tony. <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> I'm sorry. No, that she was a lie. Harry <laughs> Harry Potter said, Jr. Harry you ass. said Harry S. <laughs> says to Eunice Saint Sinclair. And say Harry Eunice. How? Did you become a witch? Oh, we broke Tony. <laughs> and she says that she was a princess, and he's like, a real princess? And she was like, uh, yes, a real princess. And I fell in love with a wizard named Torak. And I wanted us to have something in common. So I studied magic, to ha- and I became a witch. Um, and then uh, Harry tells Eunice... That Wendy has become a pod person. We then flash back to Torok the troll, and he has turned Jeanette into a nymph. Oh. Which, she's the only one that doesn't get turned... Well, she gets turned into, a, like, a pile of poo, but she comes out looking like herself mm-hmm. in a vine clothes. bikini. Yeah. Tony was like, is she naked? I was like, is she naked? <laughs> but then you see it's a bodysuit, and she just has... There was some the set mix. photos... That were released where her nipples were showing. Ooh. It was in the trivia that there was kind of a a bit of a scandal. They found some set, like, they weren't released to the public, but, like, somebody did some digging into her past and found some set Some fucker did a Mahoney and took a picture of her while she was getting changed. Is that what you're saying? No. The costume slipped on set and they realized, and they, you know, they're taking set photos and she's in the shot and then they, and they They noticed later, like, oh shit, your Ariel was the show. Whoops, your bosoms were out. It was not on purpose or planned. They fixed it for filming, whatever. But somebody was digging into her past in this movie and found this these set photos where her oops, my bosoms were showing. So what if there's a key moment in the game and whoops, my bosoms come out? I think there's men in this town that haven't seen your bosoms. She said country. They're playing peekaboo. <laughs> Anyways, Eunice. So a little uh, uh, a league of their own, folks. Eunice, ass, asks. X. Harry, Harry, asks, Harry asks some questions about his sister. And she tells him, you're wrong. Wendy is not an alien. 
but something much, much worse. She does not tell him what it is, though. She's like, I don't have time to tell you now. She's like, I need you to go home and watch your sister. Just watch her. And I... She knows he's in danger. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's in danger. That's facts. She knows that he's in danger. She also does not seem to actually be preparing anything. So why doesn't she have time? You feel like she's (laughs) sending him off. She's got stuff to paint. But, but you feel like she's going to... She's like a witch. Works real hard. <laughs> she's going to send him off to prepare, like, spells or something to fight the troll. But we don't see any of that. But we, she never uses a spell. I know. She just grabs a weapon off the wall. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem like much of a witch. Yeah. William... She doesn't want to ward her apartment. <laughs> William goes to see Jeanette. But she's not answering the door. Malcolm comes up and says... Is there a problem? And he's like, Jeanette was supposed to meet me, but she's not answering the door. And he's like, well, it sounds like she's not home. He's like, that's then, weird, though, because she's usually pretty reliable. Yep. And then mm-hmm. Malcolm leaves, and uh, the door magically opens, and William goes in. And it looks like Jeanette's normal apartment. And the door shuts, and then we see nymph Jeanette do some magical nymphy things. Magical <laughs> nymphy things? And either Technical the... Term. Either he's transported into the forest or the illusion that was covering up the forest drops or whatever. Now he's in the forest. And he's very confused. He is very (laughs) confused, but he sees her and he kind of follows her and there's lights and he like follows the lights (laughs) and he He runs around. He chases her. He keeps hearing her giggle. He finally sees her. When he gets to the end, he sees her, but she's hugging on... Torok the troll, and then we That'd assume he's turned into vines. Mm-hmm. And then poop. Or maybe he's turned into bees. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we then see that Malcolm is locked out. And Wendy comes up to him, and she's like, what's wrong, Malcolm? And he's like, well, I've lost my keys, and my door's locked. And then she's like, silly, it's not locked, and opens the door, which is creepy. Mm-hmm. And well, weird. Good. And why would she know that? And also, did she which, not... I just think come out of Jeanette's apartment and wouldn't he have noticed that? <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> People didn't notice things. I mean, these apartment doors are not far away from each other. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like this had to have been some time later. It started later. reminding me. Yeah, it, I guess it had to have been some time later. Because it has later. to be after William was killed or turned yeah. into vines. That's true. That's it true. started reminding me a little bit of the book we read in our book club with all the weird apartments. Yes. <laughs> That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was altered, That was the most boring and most interesting book I've ever read. <laughs> or no, it was, it was. I couldn't care less about those characters. But it was an interesting, interesting book. Story. You really want to know what happened? I really want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. It's about Cthulhu. Spoiler alert. Focus. Um, We're almost done. It would make a great movie. Yeah. Apartment 13 John or something wasn't like in the that. Book club. No. He doesn't know. <laughs> he would not have been able to stand that book either. He cannot deal with people he doesn't like. And the That's characters. That's not true. The characters in that book were I do people I don't like all the time at work. No, I meant in like movies or books. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and there's no rhyme or reason to it. But Wendy notices that Malcolm is not feeling well. And he admits that he's sick. He gives her some symptoms. It sounds like he has cancer yeah, or leukemia or something. Bad. It was for WebMD back in the 80s. Yeah. And Wendy is very sad. <laughs> for, he does tell her he's dying. <laughs> yes. Wendy is very sad for Brother Elf. And then she says, remember when I asked you if you were an elf? Have you ever actually wanted to be an elf? And then he tells her 
a story about how when he was a kid. It's he really used, fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. He I don't want to hear the story he was again. Magic, and that his parents would talk to doctors, and he didn't understand why he about recessive genes and not getting any bigger, mm-hmm. and he just thought that he was magic, and he kept waiting for to see signs of his being magic, but it never happened. And then we see that term that the troll is there, and he turns. Malcolm into a real elf, I guess. Which so, is even smaller, but has really long pointed ears. Yes. And he kept his mustache. Yeah. Which yeah. elves don't normally have facial hair. A weird looking elf. <laughs> but, yeah. but he turns him into a fairy creature that's not dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Take that deal. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be turned into war today. I mean, instead we, of dying from cancer, yes. I'll take that deal. Take that damn good deal. Yes, that's deal. true. But you would take tiny elf over dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, there's an elf out here who wants to die for country. Oh, obliged. You know, you know, get that for killing elves. There's some power <laughs> right, associated right. with it. He doesn't have to walk around as a tiny elf for the one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to watch right now? Inglorious Bastards. Okay. It's a great movie. Well, so after we leave, you go. Eunice on. searches. <laughs> if I put it on, Tony will stay. No, I gotta go to bed and wake up early. <laughs> Eunice so searches through the apartment complex I and finds that no one seems to be home. She now is getting very concerned. She can like hear stuff in their apartment, so she knows. She has a quick chat. She's carrying around a spear, and she runs into Harry's dad, Harry Senior, and uh, she kind of freaks him out a little bit. Because she's like, aren't you concerned that no one is home? You should be concerned. Why are you a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I deal with all this, and you're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, when he goes inside, Harry is just sitting there in a chair. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm waiting for Wendy. And he's like, what? And he's like, she's a pod person. <laughs> and he's like... Somebody smoked my pot. <laughs> it's the only explanation. Because you know that dad has pot. And we saw him dancing. Hey, man. That man has definitely got pot. If not some LSD. Yeah. Why do he you gets do- all fucked up and listens to his records. Why am I pointing with my glasses? No, you just sound like a really... Um, you ever see Almost Famous? Yes. Okay, well, there's a... a, a what is her name? The, the mother. Uh-huh. Just look at them. They're on the pot. <laughs> and she's pointing to their eyes. They're uh-huh. on the pot. You sounded just like her. Reefer Madness. Mm-hmm. So, we see Torak has transferred Malcolm into an elf, and then we have family dinner night. <laughs> um, at family dinner night, the dad, at, Harry is just staring at Wendy hardcore across the table, he refuses to look <laughs> away from her, and they even, and the dad notices, and he's like, are you going to eat your dinner? You know, you can stop looking at your sister and eat your food, and he's like, I am eating <laughs> and then um, he says, could you go get me some coffee if you could bear to look away from your sister? And Harry goes, okay, and goes to get the coffee pot off the stove. And Wendy makes the fl- the flames from the gas burner the gas shoot burner. up shoot up and burn them. And they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, are you okay? I don't know how that happened. And he's like, I know. And he looks at Wendy and she's she like smirks at him. The dad's like, I don't even know. How could you know? Yeah. He's like, Bit Wendy like knows. <laughs> the shadow knows. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. 
And then we're back out Are in the hallway. Back out in the hallway. And the trolls attack Eunice. Sort of. She manages to get like like she they like start climbs over the railing to get because she apparently can't walk on the landings where they are. Yeah. Or they'll get her. As long as she's on the stairs, she's I thought they're playing the floor as lava, honestly. <laughs> but it was, it was the 80s. <laughs> but they like like they don't get her. It doesn't seem to be a big deal. And the dad's on And the then that night that night a very strange occurrence happens. <laughs> Harry is in bed. Potter. There we see a shadow on the wall. And we see Torak the troll come over next to Harry's bed and get a magazine. And then we look and then Harry looks over and his sister is sitting in her bed reading a magazine. And this is when we realize they share a room? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In this giant apartment. This 14-year-old boy and this 9-year-old girl share a bedroom? It was the 80s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my. God. I had the same reaction. First of all, Chandler Bing on that one. if I think my sister's a pod person, I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I am not sharing a room with her. I think my a pod person, I'm sleeping in another building. Yes, but I'm not sharing a room with her, and I'm not sharing a room with her normally, because I'm a boy... I'm at the age where I'm going to rough up a suspect. I can't be <laughs> sure a room with a girl. Like, uh, I... It's true, though. <laughs> I forgot about that, and I saw this, and I'm like... And he's freaked out because he looks over, he sees his sister. Then he looks She again, would freak me out, too. She's a pod person. Yeah. He looks again, and he sees her in her troll guise. And then... The third, and then he's like, freaks out, looks away, looks back, and she just waves at him like, ha, 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 I know you saw me, you dick. <laughs> but I'm freaked out because they're sharing a room. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. At first I was like, oh, it was the, the 80s. came into his room to get him, and then I realized it's her room too, and I'm like, <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I shared a room with my sister. Yeah, I do too. I don't have so. no brothers, so. <laughs> sure, my brother when I was real little, but. But not with your sister. No. Right. <laughs> Look, my cousins. Oh, here we go. There was four of them. We need more one, stories. Four girls, one boy. The four girls shared a room, but the boy got his own room. Because <laughs> that's how you do that. Um, uh, Gwen and Cross shared a room when they were, like, really? babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Cross was a baby. and Gwen Enough was with the room sharing. Can we move on? <laughs> it was eight. <laughs> <laughs> But so the next day, Harry goes to uh, up to Eunice's, and on the way, he checks out the other apartments, and he hears weird noises coming from inside them, and he sees the forest emerging from underneath the doors. He tells her he, when he gets to Eunice's, he tells her that he saw the troll Wendy and her troll guys, and she shows. Uh, him pictures and is like is this the troll you saw and he said that is the troll I saw and then she tells him about the past showing him this book when fairies and humans uh, live together in kingdoms everything they had each had their own kingdom everything was equally divided with no one ruling the other but Torak and some of the fairies wanted to control the world and there was a great war, as what always happens. Mm-hmm. And the good humans won. 
Were there um, good fairies? Question mark. I'm sorry, question on the good humans? That's what she says, <laughs> the good humans. But it couldn't have been it's all really a, the fairies. It's a perspective thing. I mean, the Nazis thought they were good humans. Well, probably not the Nazis, but most people. <laughs> I mean, they had it the Japanese them. did. Yeah, the Japanese thought they were good humans. Um, but. I mean, were they, I mean, they were bad? She says the good humans, but she doesn't say anything about the good fairies. Oh, that's a rough one. And then she exactly. says. Exactly. I mean, you decide with Nazis. It's. It's not, it's, true. it's not a good look. No. <laughs> it didn't age well. No. She just says that the no, good like, humans... it wasn't even the 80s. It was the 40s. <laughs> it was the 40s. But the rebel fairies <laughs> were condemned to darkness, and Torak, who was a human wizard, was turned into a troll for all eternity. Mm. That's a bummer. Which mm. you would think that it had to have been fairies that turned him into a troll. For mm. all eternity. And where are the good fairies? Yeah, because the humans couldn't have turned him into a troll. They were just humans. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a witch. She's just yeah, human. that's true. Yeah, they may have that's that magic. Cues There's magical too. humans. I forgot about that. But <laughs> you didn't do the math on that. So There's something know. special about the fact. Maybe that he's because a troll. she never used magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very short. Well, this doesn't make any sense. You're like, no. anyways, he <laughs> vowed. The good humans won. Mm. He's vowed revenge. And uh, Harry's like, but why is he here? And she's like, well, he wants to take over, build up his forces, take over again. And he's like, no, but why is he here in this apartment complex? And um, Eunice says that apparently she believes he's going from apartment to apartment, transforming each apartment into different fairy worlds. And that once he's completed transforming all of the apartments, he will have a fairy universe um, for he will, the building will form a fairy universe and will burst forth like a fourth dimension into the real world. So it'll be like a dimensional door, I guess. Mm. But, first of all, she says, I think his plan is. She's not 100% sure. She's making shit on the fly. <laughs> um, so I guess it's the question of why is he... Why he picked this apartment. Here. <laughs> she says is he like she's, tied to this building in some she way? She tells him that she's here to... Maybe he's a Carpathian ...to guard against New this. York. So does he? Ha- did he pick this apartment because she's here, or like, how does she know that this is where she needs to be to guard against this? Yeah. Is this the spot where he was turned into a troll thousands of years ago? Like, yeah. It seems like there's a little more to this than they're telling us. But then he asks about his re- about where his real sister Wendy is, and she tells him that he's alive. That Wendy is definitely alive somewhere. I thought Wendy was dead. I wrote her and ass we were off like, in the first really- ten minutes of the movie. And then yeah, I thought she was. Uh, but she tells him that. He needs, he's going to keep one, once he's taken over all of the human realm and everybody is under his control, he'll keep one single fair-haired maiden to be spared to serve as the princess of the fairies. Why do they need a fair-haired maiden for that? I don't know. And why is his fair-haired maiden an eight-year-old girl? And why can't the fair-haired maiden... Maybe by the time he takes over the whole world, she'll be 18. I don't know. It is a lot of work. 18. (laughs) She just really needs to be 15, I think, if we're talking to somebody who's a thousand years... Five thousand years old or so. All right, maybe you think there's going to be an age limit on this? I'm thinking she. Uh, it's a troll, man. I don't know what the rules are. Okay. And it was the '80s. No, it's still creepy in the '80s. That didn't age well. That no, 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 no. Eunice tells him that they're running out of time. No. That there are only two apartments left that need to be transformed: hers and his. She gives Harry a spear. And tells him to plunge it into the heart of Torak's universe. Mm-hmm. Not into the heart of Torak, which seems like it would stop the magic of the troll. Yes. But into the heart of his universe. 
which will be something, a living creature of some sort, that will be big, mean, ugly, and not glad to see you. So... Uh, wait a minute, I've heard this description before. This is Amo Muzz, big, <laughs> bad, stupid looking? Yes. <laughs> but there's really a weird thing. Like, why would the heart Friends, of his universe be a, episode on that one. be a man, like a troll bat? I don't know. A troll bat? <laughs> like a black bat? So... But she sends him off to to home to go home, or to search for the heart of his universe, the monster. And once she sends him off, she then takes her hair down, and when she takes her hair down, her age melts away. And like so, so, is this a spell that makes her appear old when she's really young? Because right, people so don't pay attention is, to old ladies as much. I'm like, hold up. As I age and things start to hurt. You don't ever want to be old because when you're young, nothing hurts. Why would you walk around old if you could just be young? Or is being young an illusion? I wonder if she why would she need the illusion? Looks old because it's a it lot easier to just be that old lady upstairs. Yeah, than it is to be that twenty-nine-year-old <laughs> Adeline who never ages, and then, yeah. then you start going, "How come you've looked the same for twenty years, but an old lady?" But how many eggs does she have left? <laughs> One day we're going to get an email about that from some like gynecologist who's like, actually. God, if we got an email. <laughs> we so might not exciting. notice for a year. That's true, too. We may have 12 When was there. the last time I checked the email? Hey, let's worry about that another time. Anyways, I'm easily distracted. This We've already been podcasting longer than this movie is, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. We the passed out a while actually very short. It's a cool one hour, 28. 20 we minutes. talked about it already. I don't know if that was on podcast or off podcast, so it all blends together to one long conversation of nonsense. I think it was upstairs. But we talk about the movie before we talk about the movie. Yes. 3P. But anyways, she takes her hair down and her age off. (laughs) And gets her own spear because she's good. I don't know how to do that trick because my back, I got the lumbago, man. Mm. It's killing me. She's got her hair done. Harry goes home. (laughs) Sits in a chair by the door. And his dad's like, What are you doing? And he says, I'm waiting. For a dragon. <laughs> the dad does not mention anything about the fact that he has a giant magical spear. Good to I know. Mean, this, he and knows you know the why? kid watches horror because movies. Because. He smokes a lot of pot. It was the Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> so, I mean. It's like, son, what's that? Oh, here. All right, cool. The dad's like, well, at least you're not waiting for your sister and obsessing over her anymore. Now you're waiting for a dragon. You know, he could Maybe you're just plane. being a weird kid. <laughs> I really need you to write when you put this post this episode. It was the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) It will be something like that, yes. Okay. So, Eunice goes into the forest. So, she goes to, I don't know who's... Which apartment? Peter's apartment, maybe. Kicks the door down. Not literally. And uh, goes into the forest. And she starts... It's like, Turok. Oh, Turok, it's me. Your love. Eunice. (laughs) And she hugs for him. But she's like he's watching her, and she knows he's watching her, and um, but she gets attacked, but not by Torok, but by a the troll bat. Actually, what did I call it? I said it was something really funny. Yeah, by the heart of the yes, by a giant monster troll bat. Looked like the Dracula Transformer. That troll. (laughs) I meant to break. And um, he steals her spear, and then chases her. And she, you know, he's chasing her all over the place. 
he she goes to run home where she gets a sword like all the little I keep calling them trolls but all the little elf creatures fairies follow her up to her apartment and she gets in her apartment she grabs a sword off the wall and she's like oh you want to fight and then she turns around and Torok is there with her spear and his ring flashes and Harry feels something in his Peter Tingle mm-hmm. because he's like Eunice but I'm like you say it's Peter Tingle you have all these <laughs> small creatures coming after you yeah and supposedly you know magic is there not a spell that can help you so far avoid the only this situation <laughs> so far the only magic we've seen her do is tell the wind to be quiet to de-age herself when she takes down her hair that was pretty impressive though <laughs> and her spears do have There's a magic green in her weapons. Light. Yeah. She's very Gandalfish. They're like Gandalf is the most powerful wizard ever. What does he do? Fireworks. He makes his staff glow. Fireworks. <laughs> and fireworks. He, fireworks he are cool. The bird. It was. Have hey, you, is that magic? Have you ever seen animal. fireworks in my bed? Like, that was not enjoyable. That's my board. I'm not super fan of, of fireworks. I'm, I'm, they're okay. But they're just loud. They're always kind of cool. They're cool to see. They're always cool. But I'm, I, I like those new drone things they have, where they have a million drones, and they're all programmed, so they all do fireworks just by being there with lights. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I did. I've never seen never that. Never seen that? You're going to have to send her a video. I, I will indeed. Spider-Man No Way Home? Facebook page. What? Yeah. Is that what happened in Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, yes. Anyways, <laughs> Harry goes out into the hallway, and he heads to Eunice's. Oh God! Yeah, the forest. Notes. Jesus Christ! How many notes did you write? It's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at the climax. There's only ten more minutes of this movie. The forest is everywhere, and he gets to Eunice's house, and she's been turned into a giant tree stump. <laughs> she says, "Maybe it's a giving tree." She says, "It's all up to you now, kid." And she um, maintained her consciousness. She's just a tree. <laughs> uh, so the mom down in their apartment hears a noise and opens the door and sees Forrest. Shuts the door, calls her husband, and is like, hey. The acid's kicking in again. Take a look mm. out there. He opens the door, and when he opens the door to the hallway outside their apartment, Eunice's is tree stump is there. She, she can move. <laughs> and she tells him to shut the damn door. He can't take over if you don't let him in. He shuts the Although door. he seems to walk into everybody's yeah. apartments. <laughs> but he lives there, so you think that. Yeah. Yeah, that was something you made up on the fly. Yeah. I don't know. Because like, she's been walking to everybody at the park. Yeah. I know. But uh, so he shuts the door and the wife goes, what is going on? And he's like, I don't know, but I'm listening to the tree. <laughs> I would. And I'm throwing out my pot because I think they laced it with LSD. Good call. So Harry You're searches is now in the forest. It's that joint that Brad Pitt had in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Dipped in ass. Mm-hmm. He searches the, way the forest. The and finds Wendy in a snow white glass coffin. And he had to kill some Manson people. And he tries to op- he touches it and it burns him, but then he uses a spear to open it. And he drops his weapon and grabs his sister. Which I, I can mean Can you I'm, not hold both? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. You find can she not walk herself? Shit. <laughs> well, she's pretty groggy. She's been in a magical sleep. Kid, get up. Let's go. We got um, stuff to do. The whole building, we flash to a street where the whole building is turning into a plant monster and random passerbyers. This is a busy street for the middle of the day on a, what, Tuesday? <laughs> Wherever we are. It's been like, I mean, if we assume they moved in on a weekend, we're already on like day five. So it's got to be like Wednesday. Yeah. Um, 
But people are freaking out because monster building. And then all of a sudden, the giant monster troll bat appears and chases after the kids. Now, Truvok the troll is watching this as his monster bat troll is chasing the kids. Mm -hmm. And he wants the monster bat troll to kill Harry. But not Wendy. This is, there's a lot of magical energy happening and it starts to shake the parents' apartment as if they're in an earthquake. So they're freaking out. Like you do. The monster bat starts <laughs> the to tree starts throw... Popping the monster bat starts to throw boulders at the kids. Those boulders are made out of what? Styrofoam? Yeah. And Torok <laughs> says, not the girl, not the, gi- not the girl. But he can't control the heart of his own universe. I guess not. Just the bat doesn't check out. And he takes Eunice's spear... And kills the monster bat troll to save Wendy because he's got to save Wendy because she's his fairy princess, mm-hmm. queen of the fairies. You're like, wait, what? Did you not just find another? <laughs> the kids manage <laughs> to run and find the door that leads into their apartment. They knock on it and they're like, mom, mom, let us in. The parents open the door, grab the kids, shut the door. The shaking stops. So... The, what is it? The tree says when Torvok has to kill the monster troll bat, Eunice, the tree stump, is like, ha ha! <laughs> Which, like, as if she knew all the time that he would have to sacrifice his own troll uh-huh. bat. Just, I don't know. But, so, then the, the mom and dad open the, <laughs> they open the door, they hug their kids, and then they open the door, because they're like, alright. I'm well. like, look out the peephole! I know. Yeah. <laughs> they have they just, a peephole! <laughs> That's what they're for. They just open the door and they see and they see that it is a hallway again. and shit's normal again. So the next thing we see is the family coming out. They're moving. Or whatever, yeah. going to a hotel for the night anyways. But they've got suitcases and they're loading themselves up in the car. But they seem to be ex- being escorted out of the building by the police. Yeah. As if Which, they caused this whole ruckus. Yes, it's a very <laughs> odd. The ruckus. You do not want me they, to describe this ruckus. The cops don't believe them anyway. <laughs> it just took me two hours to describe this ruckus. But there are like four people missing, so. Yeah, yeah. What happened to them? Yeah. <laughs> but, and do they remember it if they just appear back? I mean, Eunice clearly does. Yes, <laughs> but she's magic. Yeah. But we don't see anybody else. But. Entire apartment complex. But killed. the thing, but, so <laughs> the police. This one family. That's why they're being escorted by the yeah. police. The police officers escort them to their car and tell them to go down the street to the precinct to report their story. And the dad's like, sure. He ain't reporting anything. They're running for the hills. <laughs> Peace out. And they drive off. It's 80s. And They're like, the yeah, cops, go report that. You got it. Yep. And then the cops are like, should we even investigate? The one cop's like, do we even need to investigate this? And he's like, well, we're just going to give it a look. But I'm pretty sure everybody's just making shit up. So they go... They split up, and the one officer goes down into the basement under the building into the laundry room, and he there's a door, and he gets pulled into the fairy realm by Torvok. And theoretically, I guess it happens again, only this time the now fairy the princess fairy is a patrolman. Yeah. Either that Question or they're going to wait until later to find their fairy princess. <laughs> but Eunice walks by them on the street when they're getting into the car and says, you did a good job, kid. Only she's young Eunice now. Mm-hmm. I think that's her real. I think she's always been young, and the old lady was a facade. But anyways, that's the end of the movie. We're going to let Carly go first. Oh, you never get to go first. Just, Just for funsies. For funsies. My favorite character was Eunice. 
Eunice. Yes. My least favorite character was everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, I had to everybody. pick one, it would be list. Sonny Bono. <laughs> okay. I did not like him. You didn't like he did have a child in his apartment with alcohol and porn books. Not a good look. That troll was looking at the porn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind him. He's over 18. He's 7,000. <laughs> but the eight-year-old girl from Poltergeist. Didn't she look like fucking Caroline? Yeah. But she was... I uh, thought for sure that was her. I thought it was for a second, too. But. For my favorite scene, I put that it's when Eunice explains Caroline. stuff to Harry. A scary Even though man, it yeah. still doesn't make sense. <laughs> I ever met a girl who was like, hi, I'm Caroline. Nope, nope. bye. Mm-hmm. Go to the light, sugar. <laughs> you mean Caroline? No, no, no. There's difference. Uh-huh. If you've ever seen Poltergeist, you know the difference. I have I actually seen Poltergeist. Wow. It's been a long time ago, and Which only one? once. Like seven of them. The first one. <laughs> Don't go into the light, Carolina. My see, favorite line. scary. I, I haven't seen I it since. Maybe you should pick it. No. With the, can I come in? I think I'm going to vomit. How uh-huh. could I resist an offer like that? That's a good That's line. A good line. That was a good one. That's a good line. My favorite tertiary object was the portable TV that Harry watches because I thought it was a toaster <laughs> until, until he was watching TV on it. It did look like a toaster when he pulls it out from underneath I was his like, bed. what is he doing with that toaster? And then it was a TV. It was hey, the 80s. It was the 80s, you know. Chris, when he pulls the toast, when he pulls it out from underneath his bed, it does look like a toaster. And I was like, is he making a wedding? <laughs> making a real cheese? It was so funny. Huh. And I got a Nate. I didn't like it. <laughs> She's like, I got it. It's not even, yeah. No. I, I told Tony I would rather watch Beastmaster. Whoa! <laughs> really? That seems just... overly harsh. <laughs> you know what I want to know is what evil fan of shit 80s movies are Link going to make us watch now? Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Next week, I'm the under. Don't issue podcast. the challenge. <laughs> I can find some more. Don't start. Don't start. None won't be none. That's all I gotta say. Steven Seagal has a whole catalog we haven't touched yet. Oh God! There's some <laughs> movie. There was some afternoon monster movie about these dolls that. All right. This doll house that showed a murder. All right. Oh, Audra, we, tell me if you remember that. Can we move this along. About mur- a doll house that we showed murder along. over and over. Um, it's my turn. Yes, it is. It's my turn. turn. You be quiet. Shush! I'll make you watch the scene on land. Fuck with me. Damn. Oh, Fuck I'm with the me. one that doesn't want to watch that. All right, um, my favorite <laughs> character. Uh huh. I also was gonna go with Eunice. Uh huh. Because much the same reasons, there aren't any likable characters in this fucking movie. <laughs> like I barely like Eunice until she turned into a tree. Then I'm like, all right, weird. <laughs> but yeah, only Eunice is good. So my least favorite character. I mean. I, it made me not like children. And I, I wanted to hurt a little girl. I wanted to kick her down the stairs. But it was really She's a troll. A I wanted to kick a troll down the stairs. That's Which how annoying okay. this little fucker was. So I'm going with the little fucker troll girl. Uh-huh. No. Boom. Uh-huh. Hey, what's that down there? Boom. Okay. Um, my favorite uh, scene is Disco Dad dancing to Summertime Blues. Wow. He's just getting it. That was a thing. He was getting it. Um, my favorite... Tertiary object is the snakeskin wallpaper. Oh, you stole my tertiary <laughs> object! I didn't want to bring it up just in case anybody was going to take because it. Because I was like, hold on, let me see that this, again. This, I have around it was like, that's this, a thing. This marine entire room, his entire apartment, the walls are snakeskin. Yeah. My first wow. thought was, I got to get that and put that in a room somewhere. You know, this dude went on a safari in Africa uh, too and killed himself a lion. Probably. And my favorite. Elaine likes wallpaper. 
my favorite line. We have textured walls though, so we'd have to do a treatment. Shush. Can I? Can I talk? Thank you. My favorite line is, "Well, let me give it to you straight, Harry boy. You see, I'm single, unattached guy, and I live upstairs, right above you. You know, I'm into swinging, and children having pillow fights at all hours of the night while I'm trying to score may cause a few strikeouts. You get me, Harry boy." That's really like, how he delivers that line. I had a rewind. Did he just say that? It's bad. Yes. <laughs> well, this is back when, in the 80s when the people having pillow fights were kids and not women. Women in their underwear. Like they do now. Right. <laughs> all the time. Every day. Yeah, all day. Whenever they're not in sight. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so, Scooter. And, um... Is there something below nay? Because nope. <laughs> I will I, write your name below Carly's, though. Oh, I really did not like this movie. There wasn't anything I liked about this, but I'm like, oh, God, do what I like? The credits. <laughs> the end credits. I'm like, thank God it's over. I like the troll song, too. Cody? Oh. My favorite character was Harry Potter Jr. Uh-huh. Betray you. <laughs> my least favorite character was Troll Heather, because uh-huh. she was gross and off-putting. My favorite scene was the uh, was the first time the troll transformed his whole room into a pot growing place. Because I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and then, then little fae people start appearing. I'm like, "What's we really going on?" On the couch, and Tony's like, "What is this movie?" Because <laughs> there's so many movies. Like I said, this is ambitious. Because there's so many movies like this. So many movies like this. Where it's just a family and they're doing some shit and a monster shows up. And sometimes it's this big monster that fucks everybody up. Sometimes it's a little subtle monster. And it's no big deal. You know, it fucks around and at the end they like kill Like the monster it. in Cat's Eye. Yeah, but this one's taking over this whole fucking apartment. It's like they're turning into forests with pot leaves and all that shit. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> uh... My favorite line was when it's when Harry Jr. tells Harry Sr. about what's going on, and he he just yells into the other room, "Honey, did you a lot of do a lot of drugs before we were married?" And my favorite Trish object was the snakeskin wallpaper, but now I guess it's gonna be the jukebox that the guy has in his room, <laughs> the apartment on the second floor. Uh. Um, uh, <laughs> You want to yay it, don't no, you? I don't no, I don't want to yay it. <laughs> I'll may bay it. He was going to may bay it because it was a birthday it's present. Something, oh. It's something you have to see to believe. This movie is highly ambitious. He did not like this movie. <laughs> highly ambitious. He's just being nice. Don't let him do that. All right. My favorite character <laughs> is Harry Potter Jr. Betray you. My least favorite character is Harry Potter Sr., the so dad. A weirdo. Yes. <laughs> My favorite scene is when Malcolm... Tell is at dinner and recites the poem and all the fairies start singing. I like the troll song. And uh, my favorite line is, uh, I'd rather watch Star Trek Phaser set on Dull, which <laughs> made me laugh. Because this uh, was a comedy. My favorite tertiary object is Wendy's shoes. She in the opening uh, scenes when she gets troll snatched, she has on jelly shoes. <laughs> it was they. I had jelly <laughs> shoes. So I'm gonna yay this movie because I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. It's short. It gets right to the point. It's very short. This hairy kid is instantly suspicious. He knows some shit's going on. These parents are the dumbest parents that ever existed. Yes. But I mean. It gets pretty much to the point. The ending is kind of anticlimactic because he has to kill his own monster troll bat, which is disappointing. 
But I control bad. I still think I cried. <laughs> no. I think it's inoffensive. If you're kind of it's bored and you don't know what to watch, go on Pluto and watch this because it's fun. At least we didn't pay for it. We watched it on Tubi. It's just yeah, Pluto, yeah, yeah. Either one. So immediately it starts playing another movie. Oh yeah. That Tony goes. That Atlanta. Was, uh, that was a drama romance, and I was like, there was no romance in that movie. This is about the next movie, and it's the ATL. <laughs> like, why are we putting these two movies together? Pluto, <laughs> Pluto immediately started a TV show, Medium. <laughs> the Medium. first episode. Wow. <laughs> like just in the middle of like season it's like four. For the, it's like for those people that yeah. put that put Netflix on, and now they have that. Just put something on for me. Like, who trusts that? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really want to watch Netflix that much as it is. I'm not going to trust Netflix to pick something for me. Holy shit. Are but you serious? I think all in all, it was fun to make Tony watch this for his birthday. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> it opens up a few movies We're to We're having now. some interesting, I feel like she's fun like, movies oh, like, for Tony's birthday. I got your ass. Um, Carly? All right. Well, please find us on Facebook.com. Slash the underappreciated movie podcast, and Tony will post up whatever it was that I asked him to earlier because I can't remember. But I did say post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> the Reba clock. Oh yeah. <laughs> what right. Tony really wishes we got him for his birthday. And uh, I'm 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 happy. <laughs> and tune in next week on the podcast. For John's pick. For Tony's birthday. Um, so I was going to do a movie for Tony's birthday, but Tony, you want to cover this while we're picking right. here? Well, uh, I think it was Elaine it. said, maybe Carly said, a friend, a friend of mine, and I guess all of ours, uh, passed away recently kind of suddenly, mm-hmm. and it was rough, and I, I want to say it was Elaine, maybe it was Carly said that I we said should pick. I said it was not me. Okay. It was me. I said you should, should pick, maybe we should do something. Do a movie that he liked. And I was like, okay. And I was trying to think of a movie that he really liked. And I thought of one, but it falls under John's category. So John decided to forego my birthday pick and pick this movie so for him. Well, this is for my birthday. Right. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. For, for, for Tony's birthday, we're going to do 2002's Equilibrium. Yeah, which was Mike Farmer's favorite movie. Well, right. one of his favorite movies. So this this is a remembrance episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully cool. we'll we'll try to do it justice here, and hopefully this movie holds up. Seven two. Like, I cannot spell equilibrium. That's not how you spell it. It's a lot, it's a lot of eyes. <laughs> it's not even anywhere close. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Did you have to hold something? <laughs> All it's right. Equilibrium I, and I how you spell it. I wrote it and then I looked it up to check my spelling, yeah. and I was right. Well, so, I am a horrific speller, so don't feel bad that I was wrong. Nowadays, you really don't have to be that great a speller. Okay. All right, and we're going to finish this just under like, two fucking hours. Like, That's <laughs> can't sweet. be right. <laughs>